the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon, West Central Florida. Welcome to this edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. It is Monday, and uh, we are going to start this all over again today. Amen? Amen. I greet you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And uh, this is the 21st day of October in the year of our Lord, 2019. Well, you know, we don't say year of our Lord that much anymore, but that's exactly what the truth is. And I'm kind of old-fashioned. I still look at things as uh, B.C. and A.D., uh, B.C. being before Christ, A.D. being after death. But uh, remember that uh, we have a BCE, before the common era. And so uh, secularists, as well as those that are in the, agri, uh, in, the, uh, in the business of archaeology, they'll oftentimes use the BCE. There is a little bit of a discrepancy uh, in terms of Jesus' birth. But uh, it is good for those of us uh, who are Christ followers to say, you know what? Here we are in uh, all of these years, and uh, it is uh, following the death of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We have a lot to talk about today, and uh, I'll run down some of the topics that we're going to be discussing for the next three hours. And uh, as always, I think this would be a good opportunity that if you enjoy uh, being briefed on the news, and if you enjoy having that briefing from a Christian worldview, a conservative worldview, well, how about sharing it with a friend? Right now, we are coast to coast all over the country, as well as uh, everywhere in Florida. On the internet, you can go right now to letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com, click on the listen live button at the top uh, for that, and um, also realize you can call and be part of the program. And I always enjoy your input and always enjoy your questions. And if we have a disagreement, we will agree to disagree agreeably. That number is 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Well, 
here's some topics we're going to be covering today. Is the ceasefire holding uh, on the Turkey-Syria border? We'll be handling that as well as some of the national topics coming up uh, in the 4 o'clock hour. Uh, We have an emphasis of that in hearing from uh, many of our national leaders and opinion makers during the 4 o'clock hour because I also have an opportunity to speak to uh, our platform on our conservative stations. And uh, AM 930 will be joining us, uh, Bradenton, Sarasota. And so we'll have some of those discussions, including what's happening in Syria during that time. We also have an appeals court that has uh, okayed sidewalk abortion counseling uh, up in um, the Pittsburgh area. And Kevin Terrio, who is senior counsel, vice president of the Center for Life for Alliance Defending Freedom. Uh, Kevin's going to be with us uh, coming up uh, in the second hour, uh, and he'll have a chance to brief us on that important uh, issue. We also have a book giveaway today, and that's going to be coming up uh, fairly quickly. And uh, just about half past the hour during the first hour, William J. Federer. And this is one of many awesome books. And uh, we have a beautiful hardcover edition we're going to be giving away today. Now, remember that if you want to register by calling in when we tell you to call in for one of our book giveaways, you do have to pick it up here at our studios uh, here in the West Shore area of Tampa. That's 5211 West Laurel. But as we talk to uh, William Federer about his book, America's God and Country, Encyclopedia of Quotations. Uh, This book uh, highlights America's noble heritage, and there are some very profound quotes from the founding fathers, from presidents and statesmen and scientists, um, court decisions, constitutions, and it is a great, great desk reference uh, for speeches, papers, debates, and essays. Going to talk about some of the memorable quotes uh, in this book. And I'm going to tell you what, this is one of my desk copies, but uh, we've got a copy for you. So, pastor, public official, anyone can call. We'll let you know when to call, and Jose will take those calls as we talk about that book interview. Also, we are hoping to have a guest with us. Either way, we're going to be talking about a new Pew Research, uh, I'll call it an update poll, and that is what's happening with Christianity in America. Are the numbers increasing? Are the numbers decreasing? We'll have that coming up during this hour as well to talk about, and hopefully we'll have a guest speaker, uh, a guest uh, expert to uh, review that with us. If not, uh, I feel pretty capable of uh, sharing that with you as well. Well, we'll also talk about Scientology. Well, there's a report that they're buying up downtown Clearwater. I thought they were doing that already, but uh, we've got some recent purchases It's been front-page news both Sunday and today for the Tampa Bay Times, so we'll take a look at that as well. Well, I want to also today talk about the movie Judy, and we'll do that later on in a broadcast. Um, Got some observations about that, about life, about uh, fame and glory, and um, how we should be very cautious about uh, uh, how we live our lives, the choices that we make. A very, very sad movie um, 
uh, about a, a very real historical figure, and that is Judy Garland. Julie Garland, J- Judy, Julie Garland and, and um, Shirley Temple were two of my mother's favorites. And so I grew up um, hearing about them a lot, and we'll talk about the fact that she, how and the fact that she took her life uh, by an accident. So, well, she didn't take her life, according to official uh, reporting on that, that she overdosed and um, she passed away. But first, let's talk about what happened Friday night. Phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. Not only have we seen the power of the creation and uh, the ability for the storms on this planet, we saw two examples of that as Tropical Storm Nestor uh, made its way into uh, the area, the panhandle that have all that has already suffered, and we talked about uh, the stress and strain for the people living there. But because it was such a disorganized storm, that a lot of the thunderstorm and what ended up being tornadic activity ended up being on the west side of the storm that basically just flooded into our area. So. I think it was about the 10 o'clock hour as I was, uh, quite frankly, getting ready to just settle in and to get into bed. Uh, all these alarms started going off because there was a tornado warning in Hillsborough County. Well, as I got up and started monitoring exactly where the tornado was, because remember, it's one thing to get a, um, a reminder about a hurricane watch, and that means uh, conditions are favorable. But a warning is that there is reason to believe by the experts uh, uh, out in Ruskin uh, with the National Weather Service. And, of course, we have uh, several very fine meteorologists with uh, our various uh, television stations around the area. But uh, when you hear a warning, you want to take heed to that warning. So for those of you in Seminole, you actually got hit uh, before uh, the uh, what is the EF2 that uh, formulated in eastern Hillsborough County, and uh, I think it was about an hour, uh, maybe an hour, hour and 15 minutes, as that storm continued to move uh, up uh, Hillsborough County. It uh, basically sort of separated uh, Hillsborough, uh, excuse me, Plant City uh, with Lakeland, And uh, we were watching it come up. And so um, the damage that occurred, not only did we have that uh, semi-truck that got hit by the the tornado and um, uh, pushed it over to its side right there where the southern loop, the uh, toll loop, comes back into I-4, and that tied up traffic pretty well. But as we were watching it and the storm continued to move north, well, then we know, knew from, a, the, I think we saw one of the first texts, and I was bouncing back and forth between Bay News 9 as well as uh, uh, Channel 13, that uh, Kathleen Middle School had been struck by the tornado. And at that time, we didn't know any extent of the damage, just the fact that an eyewitness had said that it was um, uh, hit. And uh, so it ripped off part of the roof. So it was announced early on that there would be no school today at Kathleen Middle School there in Polk County. 
And um, what's happened is, is that there's been a series of workers that have been working to put the school back into a situation whereby it can uh, have school. There were at least 10 classrooms and two computer labs that uh, were destroyed. Uh, there was a lot of debris that was flying around that caused damage, as well as the, the heavy rain that was occurring. There were some flooded classrooms and hallways. And uh, yes, that school has a basement. Well, that basement become, became a lake uh, because uh, a lot of water uh, was accumulating there. So um, it was a massive uh, amount of damage. The school is and has been collecting donations uh, to help with uh, getting this uh, back in order. They've got to buy some new furniture, some technology, some school supplies. Uh, as you can imagine, according to the Polk Deputy Superintendent John Hill, that anything that you could imagine could be wiped out by water. And as I looked at some of the photographs, um, certainly it is uh, very much uh, evidence of uh, what has happened. Crews have been working uh, 24-7. They're trying to replace uh, some of the sections of the roof, roof, as well as they've been pumping water from the basement of the, the storm. And by the way, that has been a part of uh, Kathleen for the Kathleen community for, uh, well, a little more than 90 years. And so for the folks that live there, that has been a very, very uh, emotional hit as well. And so what they're trying to do is to, to put it back together and to try and figure out when they can get this done. Uh, fortunately, there was no loss of life. Um, and uh, classes have been canceled for uh, tomorrow as well and uh, we'll see exactly how long it's going to take to put the school in order so let's pray for those that uh, have uh, been working to get that damage replaced well let's pray for the kids that uh, they're having a vacation now but uh, you know they're going to have to pay for it later because they'll have to make all of that up and if you would like to uh, uh, have a donation you can do that uh, at uh, the headquarters there in Bartow, Florida, for uh, Polk County. Phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. Remember, we got a book giveaway coming up, America's Guide and Country. Don't go away. I'll be right back. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. Critics of President Trump often express bafflement over why his broad support among conservatives is so enduring. The answer is short and simple. Trump is establishing a record of genuine and possibly lasting conservative reform. The latest came on October the 9th when he signed two executive orders designed to improve transparency when government agencies issue or enforce guidance on how to best comply with a law or regulation. Don't be fooled by that word, guidance. These informal missives from the vast federal bureaucracy carry extraordinary real-world costs and sometimes extremely destructive punishments. Now, Trump is bringing down the hammer on the guidance-addicted bureaucrats. Quote, this regulatory overreach gravely undermines our constitutional system of government, Trump said. Now that is conservatism. And it's conservatism that attracts conservatives. How blindingly obvious. I'm Hugh Hewitt. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu 
This is a solicitation of insurance by eHealth, an insurance agency offering plans from different insurance companies. No government or Medicare affiliation. The described coverage is not available in all counties or cases. Paid after portrayal. Hi, I'm Dave Nemeth. And I'm Barbara Niven. You may have seen us on television talking about an all-in-one card that has the Medicare community talking. The one that gives you coverage for hospital care, doctor visits, prescription drugs, in many cases, even eyeglasses and dental care. For a monthly price that some people find too good to be true. Except it is true. One card, one company, one complete package of Medicare benefits designed to help you get well and stay well. Now that's something worth talking about. Watch your mailbox or learn more online at onecardnow.com. That's onecardnow.com. Please don't put this off. It's too important. Visit onecardnow.com for free information with no obligation. That's onecardnow.com. Bill Bunkley here Monday afternoon, 877-943-9673 is the number to call in. And uh, remember that we weren't the only ones that were dealing with hurricanes. In fact, our friends out in Dallas, we really need to uh, be in prayer with them because, well, I'll tell you what, uh, Dallas, uh, just uh, outside of the area by Love Field, they really got nailed and got nailed bad last night. As I said, it touched down around uh, Dallas Love Airport. Widespread damage, and literally thousands, tens of thousands were in the dark, and it wiped out a Home Depot store. One of the survivors said, quote, When we came out, windows busted all over the house. The gas meter was hissing. The backyard fence, the tree, the patio cover down, gone, all gone. This comes to us from CBN News. Uh, survivors uh, have been lifted up by prayers, and uh, many are grateful that the damage wasn't worse. Tina Delvin told KXAS-TV in Dallas, quote, it's a total mess. It's horrible. I just thank God we're alive. I haven't cried any. I've just been too panicked. Um, there was a spokesman for former President George W. Bush and First Lady Bla- Laura Bush. And that quote was, quote, they got lucky and are praying for the safety of their neighbors around Dallas-Fort Worth Airport. And that means that uh, they were safe throughout the night. Uh, Our Christian friend and governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, tweeted, quote, we are sending prayers. And uh, I'm looking at the damage here. It is just absolutely overwhelming. And so... um, the first Mexican Baptist Church in Dallas lost their sanctuary and their um, fellowship hall. And as I'm looking at some of the other photographs here, yeah, it is just uh, it is just an absolute uh, tragedy. Um, there are folks that I know that have been hurt. I think we uh, I think I saw where there was one fatality. But uh, you know when these things happen. For those of us that are followers of Christ, uh, the first thing is to absolutely go to the Lord in prayer. But uh, when we do that, we know that even though a storm is coming through, 
that we know the Lord is our refuge. The Lord is our strength. And um, I want to share a couple of verses before we have a chance to uh, chat with uh, William J. Federer about his new about his book, America's Guide and Country Encyclopedia of Quotations. And I remind you again, we'll tell you when to call in. If you can make it by our studios, you'll be very pleased to pick up a, a copy of this. It is quite remarkable. In Psalm 46, 1 through 3, we are so fortunate that the Lord has left for us 66 books of the Bible, 66 books of principles and promises where we can go to to find out more about what he has for us and, and how he would have us to be prepared and react. Here is what the psalmist said in Psalm 46. God is our refuge and our strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way, and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. And, you know, when you've got a report of wildfires in California, earthquake in California, uh, you've got uh, hurricanes here, you have tropical storms, tornadoes all across the land, the first thing is to be very, very, very prepared to know exactly what you're going to do. And I know that folks are that are a little bit north of here in what's known, when I say north of here, uh, out in the plains, you know, where you have uh, tornado shelters below your house, you go and you get into the basement. You know, they know exactly what they are called to do. They know exactly what they need to do. And so, for instance, on Friday night, if you are in the path of a uh, of a tornado, you know that here we don't have a lot of basements, even though I was uh, surprised to find out the middle school had a basement that got flooded. But for most of you, here's what you do. You, uh, you, you go to the most internal bathroom of your house that has a bathtub. You get you, your spouse, your children, you all jump in the bathtub. And by the way, an idea that really came new to me, if your children have bicycle helmets... And if you have time to grab the bicycle helmets, put the bicycle helmets on your children, get them into the bathtub with you, uh, dress with warm clothing, put tennis shoes or something on if necessary. You don't want to be having to flee after a hit uh, barefooted. And you grab a thick mattress in your house and you bring that mattress in and you hold it very firmly over yourself into the bathtub. And so here you can be prepared. And then, and then the whole time you're praying to the Lord, Lord, uh, we know that um, you control all of the weather. You control of all of what's happening. This is our time that we are going to be challenged by a tornado. Father, we just, we want to repair, we, we, want, to, we want to pray this uh, prayer of Psalm 46, 1 through 3. Father, we pray and we know that you are our refuge. We know that you are our strength. And and yes, Lord, we are 
We are very concerned, scared right now. But you are here with us in the midst of the storm. You are an ever-present help in trouble. And you know, Lord, once we're prepared and once we are ready to to, uh, make it through the storm after listening to all of the professionals advising us, that takes away the fear. Not all of it, but it significantly reduces the fear because you trust him. And the psalmist says, you know, when all hell breaks out around us, you know, whether it's an earthquake, the mountains, uh, uh, the sea, whatever's happening, you know, uh, tsunami, um, we just trust in the Lord. We just know that the Lord will deliver us. And so let me just pray. Heavenly Father, I pray for the folks in Seminole. I pray for the folks in um, Southern Hillsborough County, into Polk County. Uh, and I also pray for the folks in the Dallas area. All have uh, experienced the interruption of a natural uh, catastrophe, if you will, and that being a tornado. I just pray that their emotional scars would be healed. Pray their physical scars would be healed. Um, we mourn with those who may have lost a loved one in Dallas. But, Father, we just thank you that through it all, we know that we will have trials and tribulations in this world. And that allows us to just free ourselves up to hope for the day that we will meet you and join you in heaven. Because in heaven, there's no hurricanes, there's no tornadoes, none of this. And we can just live forever with you. Thank you, Father, that we can come to you. Thank you for your love. When we come back. William J. Federer, America's God and Country Encyclopedia of Quotations. This will be fun, and we've got a copy to give away for someone like you. With SRN News, I'm Greg Clugston in Washington. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu says he has failed to form a majority government in Parliament. It marks a major setback for the Israeli leader that plunges the country into a new period of political uncertainty. President Trump says he still wants to get all U.S. troops out of Syria, but Israel and Jordan have asked him to keep some in Syria. He also told reporters at the White House today that the U.S. would work something out with the Kurds in eastern Syria to ensure they have access to income from Syrian oil. As the country's first federal trial on the opioid crisis was about to get underway today, a settlement was reached. The nation's three biggest drug distributors and a major drug maker reached a $260 million settlement with two Ohio counties over the deadly havoc wreaked by opioids. Stocks trading higher a half hour before the close. This is SRN News. The statistics are mind-numbing. Half a million people die each year from simple diseases caused by unsafe drinking water. Two billion people on Earth have no access to safely managed drinking water. Each day, 263 million people must travel more than 30 minutes daily to collect their water. Something must be done. Something can be done. And Gospel for Asia is providing a solution that you can be part of today. You can provide four biosand filters for only $120 and give fresh water to four families in Asia. Call now, 855-898-9826. That's 
WTBN. Or click in at letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com. You're an author writing a Christian book, so you may know this cheery little fact. Old-fashioned publishers reject thousands of manuscripts each year. You know your book is fabulous, but hey, if it's not what a publisher needs, eh, all you need is your book in print. You want it on Amazon. You want to spread the word the way you've written it. So do it. Forget old-fashioned publishing. Publish yourself with 21st century Christian publishing at Zulon Press. Fast and affordable, Zulon Press gives you the power to put your Christian book on the market the way you want it. Zulon Press knows your mission because they have the same mission. Publish your book. See it on Amazon. Be a published author with Zulon Press. Learn more with your free guide to Christian publishing. Visit ChristianPublishing.com. Get your book hot off the press. Zulon Press. Find your free publishing guide at ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press is a division of Salem Communications, the same great people who bring you this nifty radio station. Don't miss the 2019 St. Pete YMCA Mayor's Prayer Breakfast, an inspirational morning bringing our community together in prayer and the spirit of unity. Take part in prayer led by community faith leaders and an inspiring address by Emmy-winning actress and author Sonia Manzano from Sesame Street. Mark your calendar for the YMCA of Greater St. Petersburg's Mayor's Prayer Breakfast, Tuesday, October 29th at 7 a.m. at the St. Pete Coliseum. Get tickets at stpetymca.org. That's stpetymca.org. 50 feet, turn left. Why are you driving so slowly? After a few drinks, I'm taking it slow. Well, you're not fooling the cop behind you. What? Get ready to pay in point one miles. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Bill Bunchley here. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Hey, let me remind you that uh, we are still very much in missions mode. And that's because uh, our outreach for the water filtration systems for families in South Asia is still a top priority. Reminding you that I hope that you will join us and be a part of, uh, of a gift a one-time gift of $30 will provide a water filtration system for a very, very needy family in South Asia. Now, what I want to share a little bit is probably the most important thing is not only that we're giving them living water, a water filter that uh, will purify up to 98%. 98% purity, and it will last for up to 20 years. What's really important, every time that you and I have an opportunity for a gospel presentation, that is a, that is a very, very top priority. And right now, if you will help us with a water filter uh, for a family, that's a one-time tax-deductible uh, gift of $30, that's going to provide a family not only with water, but There's going to be Christians who will install that system. There will be an opportunity to talk about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. 
and an opportunity for that family as they're rejoicing because they've never had clean, fresh water. They've got their little ones going to, to fetch the water. Uh, the stories that we hear about kids not able to, uh, to attend school because their family responsibility is to do the two or three uh, hour hike each way to a water supply. And right now you have an opportunity to free up a family. Now, one water filter is $30, but uh, we ask you to do that by calling 855-898-9826. That's 855-898-9826. also want to tell you that uh, you have an opportunity to help more than one family. Uh, $120 will provide four families with clean, easy, accessible water. So I'm going to ask you, if you can do $30, please, I'm asking each of you listening right now uh, to support what we do here. And quite frankly, as I'm on the air with you for three hours, that um, I always look at you standing with us kind of in a dual way. You want to express the heart of God. Uh, knowing that Jesus has told us that for the poor and the widows that we really need to be mindful of them. But I also take it that uh, you're supporting not only what we do here at WTBN, but you support the Bill Bunkley Show by the fact that uh, we can look at what time that you called. So would you either give a one-time gift of $30, and I'm just asking for widespread participation with that, or maybe you could uh, take four families. Uh, you can do your contribution two ways. You can go right now to our website at letstalkfake.com, letstalkfake.com. Top of the page there, left-hand side, you can donate right now, and it's all tax-deductible. Or would you take a moment and stand with me and stand with our station for Gospel for Asia? Uh, We have uh, a responsibility uh, to go to Samaria and all the places on earth. That was the last a uh, bit of responsibility that Jesus left with us. So later today, we're going to be talking about the need of sharing Christ right here in America, but also wherever the gospel is shared. It's not over there. It's right here. It's our responsibility. Could you call right now at 855-898-9826, 855-898-9826, or go to our website, letstalkfaith.com. We have uh, a little bit of a programming adjustment this afternoon. As uh, I was uh, bidding you uh, farewell for a couple of minutes for our bottom of the hour break, it seems that uh, William Federer had a a very last-minute conflict. What we're going to do is uh, he's going to be with us uh, during the 5 o'clock hour, and I'll even even, uh, suspend the the question of when. He'll be with us probably at about 535. So for those of you who wanted to compete when we tell you when to call in, which number to call, to pick up your copy of America's God and Country Encyclopedia of Quotations, uh, we'll let you know when that comes along. So that has me looking for some other topics right now. So let's go ahead, and uh, phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. Um, let's look at what's happening uh, the last uh, couple of days, front page of the Tampa Bay Times. Sunday edition, above the fold, a Tampa Bay Times investigation. Scientology came to downtown Clearwater in 1975 with plans to take over the city. 
Its campus slowly grew with members buying property around it. That was the headline. Then on the bottom, uh, in the middle, uh, subheadline, what they did was they have a uh, picture of downtown Clearwater. Uh, they, in 2016, they have an artist rendering in orange uh, are the properties held by the Church of Scientology. Um, reds are, are from uh, Parishi Honor Managed Company. The gray is government-owned. The star is where the Fort Harrison Hotel is. And uh, the flag building, which is cross, across the street. Even in 2016, some very impressive holdings by the Church of Scientology. Then there's a mid-headline. Three years ago, the church and its followers began acquiring retail property at an unprecedented rate. Their footprint has doubled. And I want to tell you, I'm looking at the 2016 footprint, and I'm looking at the footprint today, and... It is, it is just it is overwhelming what they have bought up just since 2016. That is the Church of Scientology. It is a very dominant uh, landholding in Clearwater. <clears throat> now, what is the conclusion? All of this is on page one of yesterday's Tampa Bay Times. Big headlines underneath the second photograph of the 2019 holdings. Big headline says, Clear Takeover. Again, this is the Tampa Bay Times. Clear Takeover. Time staff writer Tracy McManus reveals the mysterious deals that have the potential to reshape downtown Clearwater. Uh, These maps show every transaction. And I want to tell you that they are significant. It is very significant. And I'm going to update you with uh, today's follow-up story. But when I turn over to page 7, 7 through 11, here to give you some of the flavor, because this is worthwhile reading about uh, what's happening in downtown Clearwater. On page 7, headline, it took only three years for Scientology to double its downtown Clearwater footprint. And then some sub-headlines from articles past. Clearwater votes to buy a coveted lot. Church to raise offer to $15 million. You remember the big dust-up over where the, um, the Clearwater Aquarium wanted to move uh, on a, a nice piece of property to rebuild their facility that would be more accommodating to tourists overlooking the Gulf of Mexico on the bluff. And Scientology wanted a property, so that um, it didn't happen. I mean, it just it just didn't happen. Now let's see what we have. Uh, review my memory of the next couple of pages. Then on page uh, eight and nine, you have a very clear um, description of all of the buildings that have been purchased by the Church of Scientology, and it's amazing. It it is very very comprehensive. There's also a timeline of some of the controversial stories brought forward by the Tampa Bay Times uh, that uh, end up um, covering three or four of the pages of their future story. And um, 
There's a picture uh, outside of Emily's restaurant. Those of you who know downtown Clearwater, uh, Emily Laris, L-A-R-E-S 75, and her husband Peter, they are not Scientologists, and they stand outside of Emily's a restaurant in downtown Clearwater. It's a building they have owned for 28 years. Although a Scientologist broker has tried to buy the building, the couple are not ready to sell. And there's been quite a bit of activity in the area uh, of the the work of the acquisitions. Now, here is uh, something to consider. Today's Tampa Bay Times, and again, a Tampa Bay Times investigation. This is above the fold, first page, clear takeover. Uh, the bold headline says, Church Buyouts Surprise City. Clearwater officials caught off guard by the Church of Scientology's land purchases wonder how that will affect the waterfront redevelopment project. And I've commented about that uh, on a couple of previous uh, shows about how they want to to, over, to to really, really do a complete makeover of the park that sits behind the old Moss Brothers building on the bluff that overlooks the bridge to Clearwater Beach and, of course, over to Clearwater. Tracy McManus, again, is reporting for the Tampa, the Tampa Bay Times. Dateline Clearwater. This is something to ponder here. The mayor now wonders whether the city's $64 million downtown waterfront redevelopment project is a wise expenditure. Another city council member is hoping, quote, we'll get lucky, close quote, and the federal government will revisit the Church of Scientology's tax-exempt status. A third is unperturbed, according to the Times, pointing out that when Walt Disney did, that what Walt Disney did, I'm sure it's a misprint, uh, outside of Orlando is what Scientology is doing in Clearwater, Orlando got Disney World. All three members of the Clearwater City Council were reacting to yesterday Sunday's story uh, about the Tampa Bay Times investigation that has revealed $103 million in commercial land purchases tied to Scientology in the center of downtown Clearwater, around the church's international spiritual headquarters. The recent purchases doubled the combined footprint of the church and its followers, doubled it, by the way, giving Scientology a commanding say in the area's future. Earlier this month, a Times reporter sat down with all five Clearwater City Council members and showed them the maps of the purchases. All five said they believed the sales were related. Several pointed to Scientology leader David Miscavige, who cut off communication with the city over a disagreement around the time the land purchases began. Musgrave told the city manager that he would wait to communicate again until the 2020 election. By then, term limits would force several council members out of office, giving him a new slate of elected officials to try to work with. Got more on this story, but phone lines are open. Maybe you live in Clearwater. Maybe you have an opinion. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. 
That's 877-943-9673. More of the Times reporting on the Church of Scientology buys in Clearwater. Be right back. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. Just when you thought you had seen everything comes evidence you've seen nothing yet. I refer to Venezuela winning a seat on the U.N. Human Rights Council. That's right, dictatorial Venezuela. It's more evidence, if any is needed, of how worthless the U.N. has become. Giving Venezuela a seat on the Human Rights Council is akin to awarding the Ku Klux Klan a position of leadership in the NAACP. Who comes up with this stuff? Venezuela has been a classic abuser of human rights for years, yet they aren't alone. Saudi Arabia and Cuba, along with the Democratic Republic of Congo, have also enjoyed the thinly veiled cover of respectability by having representatives sit on the commission. Wouldn't you love to sit in on one of these meetings and hear the dialogue? How do some of these totalitarian countries justify their abuses of women, religious minorities, and political opponents, jailing many? Are they even asked to do so? Probably not. That would be undiplomatic. The U.S. has reduced its contributions to the U.N. It would be nice to cut them off entirely. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. So when people first hear about MediShare, they have questions, some really good questions, starting with the obvious. What is it? Well, MediShare is a Christian healthcare sharing ministry. It's not health insurance. It's a different way of doing things, which leads us to the next question. Why do people do this? Why do they become MediShare members? Here are two of the biggest reasons. Number one, people feel good about it. They're not trapped in a plan that makes them pay for things they don't believe in. They know their money is going to help people. And the second reason, people save a lot of money. Maybe you've heard us mention that typical family saves about $500 a month switching to MediShare. And one more big question, does it work? The answer is yes, a thousand times yes, or 400,000 times, since that's how many MediShare members there are, and they've shared over $2 billion in medical expenses. So easy to find out right now how MediShare can work for you. Call 855-90-BIBLE. That's 855-90-BIBLE. 855-90-BIBLE. Here's Dr. Charles Stanley, keeping believers in touch with God. If you have been saved by the grace of God, you are the purchased possession of none other than Almighty God. You don't belong to you. You have a choice to obey or disobey, but it is God who has the final authority about your life. 1 Corinthians chapter 6. You know that scripture by heart. You're not your own. You're bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God with your body. When people say, well, I'll tell you one thing. I'm going to do my own thing. They're talking apart from scripture. To whom do you belong? You belong to God. For help and hope from God's word, visit In Touch with Dr. Charles Stanley at intouch.org. Cornerstone Pro.
When it comes to hiring an AC, plumbing, or electrical contractor, finding one you can trust has always been a challenge until now. Cornerstone Pros. Commitment to quality surpasses customer standards. You can count on the technicians at Cornerstone Pros to go out of their way to deliver an exceptional experience. That's the cornerstone difference. Call 813-291-0522. For service like it ought to be. We're back, Bill Bunkley. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. We're talking about the Church of Scientology. You may uh, have been aware for several years that the Church of Scientology has uh, come to Clearwater, and they have made that uh, a major portion of their international operations. Uh, Not only the Fort Harrison Hotel, a part of the holdings, but uh, FLAG, which is one of the major uh, subsets of their ministry uh, headquarters is right there across the street from the hotel. And uh, quite frankly, if anyone uh, in the old days before the new bridge was built, you might remember that if you were going to Clearwater Beach, you had the route through downtown Clearwater, uh, which uh, certainly has a, a lot of historical uh, quality and value there. You would go through uh, downtown Clearwater. You would drop down off that big bluff. And by the way, where you would drop down off the bluff and the old Moss Brothers used to be on your right-hand side when you were heading west. It is that property behind the Moss Brothers uh, uh, building where it used to be where they're talking about uh, building this big, big waterfront uh, Imagine Clearwater. And it is to, to be a, a really neat place. We've had uh, several um, of uh, our functions, uh, either with uh, any of our platforms or the radio station at various festivals in that park to date. It's a beautiful venue. And when I have uh, been talking about the artist renderings of what they would like to do and draw people downtown, it, it really is exciting. But uh, then they sort of rerouted traffic out of town, and maybe you hadn't been through Clearwater toward, uh, you know, uh, a few years back. And then when they built the brand-new modern bridge, uh, because uh, between the causeway, which is the main way into Clearwater Beach, and you've got the bridge, I can tell you during spring break or heavy beach days, um, they tried to alleviate the traffic. They've got the turnabout when you get to Clearwater Beach, but it still backs up pretty good. So today, as you route in from, say, Tampa National Airport down Highway 60, following the signs to Clearwater Beach, you don't even get to go downtown. But it is without a doubt that if you drive through the streets of downtown Clearwater, the individuals uh, who adhere to the Church of Scientology, there is a uh, there is a dress code, and so it is very easy uh, for the most part that to see the amount of uh, human traffic out on the streets, walking back and forth uh, from the various uh, buildings of Scientology, and uh, you you get an idea of what their presence is. Uh, even before this report from the Tampa Bay Times. And so, though 
quite frankly, uh, there has been so much written. There's been a television series. A lot of questions through the years have been asked of Scientology. Years ago, they were granted a tax-exempt status. Many are suggesting that, um, of course, that means that they are a qualified 501c3 entity. Uh, And that not only has a lot of implications when it comes to contributions, but there's other aspects that come along with that designation. Um, It was controversial at the time. Probably it's an understatement to say that it's still controversial now. And uh, many would like to have the Internal Revenue Service to review that finding again. Whether that's in the cards or not, I have absolutely no idea. But the truth of the matter is, um, we've seen this in other areas. It's not just with Scientology. We saw Planned Parenthood is making accus- accu- is buying property, I should say, and they're using other names uh, to complete the transaction. They're even building uh, Planned Parenthood uh, clinics for abortions, and they are presenting that as a medical facility to uh, some of the. Um, the zoning authorities in the various cities that they're looking at. And uh, oftentimes, uh, very famous people, when they're buying a home or they're buying something, uh, it is uh, not presented in their name. Who knows? Sometimes if it's a movie star, the price, uh, the owner may try to raise the price. And uh, because of that, it is not unusual uh, for instance, for the Scientology to be on this uh, buying spree and doing it, uh, uh, not necessarily proclaiming the Scientologists are buying each of these buildings or these transactions. So um, it certainly is a question for those living in Clearwater, working in downtown Clearwater. But the fact of the matter is um, I, don't, uh, I don't see anything that is illegal with what they are doing even though there is much skepticism by many uh, that uh, question whether this is a qualifying religion, is it not? And um, so I don't see this controversy going away any time soon. It is very interesting, though, to uh, pick up a copy of yesterday's times and today's times and uh, keep up and read through it. Uh, certainly is a a story worthy uh, of our attention and uh, of reading. Well, coming up next, uh, we're going to get to our second hour of the Bill Bunkley Show, the 4 o'clock hour. We'll hear from some of our national leaders on various uh, topics. And uh, remind you, the phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. And we will welcome in our guest from our answer station in uh, Sarasota and Bradenton. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in just a moment. Reminding you that we are broadcasting live on our apps, Faith Talk app, as well as letstalkfaith.com. On the web, just click the listen now. I'll be right back. If you drive an import, you might be concerned about taking it to anyone but the dealership for windshield glass replacement. Well, Auto Glass America can replace any windshield, domestic, Asian, European. Their techs are trained to keep up with the ever-changing windshield technologies. I'm a customer. I've used Auto Glass America. They'll come to your home or office. They handle it all. They'll pay you for the old windshield. The next time you hear that rock hit glass and the star appears, call Auto Glass America. 813-96-GLASS. 813-96-GLASS. Auto Glass America. Tell them Mike Gallagher sent you. 
Hi, this is Jim Daly, inviting you to join me in Tampa on November 13th for Focus on the Family Live. Join us for a live taping of the Focus on the Family broadcast with popular speaker and author Emily Coulson, plus live music from Aaron Schust, and more. A limited number of free tickets are available, so register today. Register for your free tickets to Focus on the Family Live, November 13th here in Tampa. Details at letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Greg Clugston in Washington. President Trump is defending his decision to withdraw U.S. troops from northeast Syria. He says he can't understand why the Kurds feel betrayed by the pullout. Where is an agreement that said we have to stay in the Middle East for the rest of humanity, for the rest of of uh, civilization to protect the Kurds. It never said that. And we have protected them. We've taken very good care of them. The president also says the U.S. would work something out with the Kurds to ensure they have access to income from Syrian oil. A tornado slammed Dallas overnight. Mayor Eric Johnson says the storm caused significant property damage. Property damage, um, we're not unconcerned about that. Um, We've dealt with property damage in this city before. We'll deal with it this time, but our top priority has been making sure that everyone in our city is safe. Those strong storms then moved to the northeast, knocking down trees and power lines in Tennessee. One person was confirmed dead in Arkansas when a tree fell on a house. And now authorities say severe thunderstorms are responsible for the deaths of three people in eastern Oklahoma. The first federal trial on the opioid crisis has been scrapped, as most of the defendants have reached settlements. Judge Dan Polster announced from the bench that the drug distributors, Amerisource Bergen, Cardinal Health, and McKesson, along with drug maker Teva, had reached a settlement in lawsuits filed by two Ohio counties. A lawyer for one of those counties said the settlement adds up to $260 million. The deal resolves this case, but efforts by the companies to settle more than 2,000 other cases on the toll of opioids have not yet been handled. I'm Shelley Adler. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu says he has failed to form a majority government in Parliament. Another major setback. More on these stories at townhall.com. So there's this guy named Jordan, and he's a healthy guy. He's a dad of six, and he works as a guide in Alaska. But then he goes to the doctor, and he's diagnosed with cancer, stage four. And here's the thing. He had switched from medical insurance to MediShare, which is a Christian healthcare sharing ministry. So the question for Jordan and his wife Jenny was, is this really going to work? Our medical bills exceeded $160,000. MediShare members shared all our bills. And it was about more than just the money, too. This is a real community. MediShare is, is a family, a group of people that stick with you through the hardest times of your life. I just don't know how I could have done it without MediShare. It's so worth looking into. There's a reason this is growing so fast. If you want to find out more, here's a number for you. 844-45-BIBLE. That's 844-45-BIBLE. 844-45-BIBLE. 
The Trump administration reportedly plans to collect DNA samples from asylum seekers in an effort to try to solve more crimes committed by immigrants. A Justice Department official speaking on condition of anonymity says the DOJ intends to mandate the collection of DNA from almost all migrants who cross between official entry points and are held even temporarily. The DNA would then be added to an FBI database used by law enforcement officials to search for criminals. The regulation does not apply to legal permanent residents or anyone entering the U.S. legally. However, the policy could trigger legal action. Civil rights groups are concerned about the data being misused. Mike Hemp in Washington. Prime Minister Boris Johnson's plan to lead Britain out of the EU by next week hit another roadblock today. The House of Commons rejected his attempt to hold a new vote. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Greg Clugston. We are here to give you strength between Sundays. How do we as believers answer the same question today? Who are our modern-day Gentiles? Who is it that we won't accept? And do we really believe in God's grace? We are here for you. Faith Talk AM 570, AM 910, online at letstalkfaith.com. Don't miss the 2019 St. Pete YMCA Mayor's Prayer Breakfast, an inspirational morning bringing our community together in prayer and the spirit of unity. Take part in prayer led by community faith leaders and an inspiring address by Emmy-winning actress and author Sonia Manzano from Sesame Street. Mark your calendar for the YMCA of Greater St. Petersburg's Mayor's Prayer Breakfast, Tuesday, October 29th at 7 a.m. at the St. Pete Coliseum. Get tickets at stpetymca.org. That's stpetymca.org. Faith Talk 570, WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Bill Bunkley Show. This is hour number two, the four o'clock hour of a three-hour presentation. want to welcome in our friends on our answer stations this afternoon. We certainly are honored to have you with us this afternoon. And this is the hour where we look at a lot of what the newsmakers are saying and, well, some of the issues that are facing America and the world. By the way, we have some breaking news. Benjamin Netanyahu has not been able to form a government in Israel. That announcement just came a moments ago. We'll have a chance to talk about that later on the Bill Bunkley Show. Reminding you that our phone lines are open right now at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Want to talk a little bit about uh, the lead story, I think, from the weekend as far as the international scene. Remember that we had a ceasefire or a pause between the Turkish military, the Turkish militias, uh, the Syrian military, uh, the Kurds, all about the um, disputed land on the border between Syria and Turkey. Now, we have heard various reports that uh, it hasn't been holding. Yes, it has been holding. And so let's just go to, uh, uh, I just, uh, before we did this segment, was rechecking again, not only with American news sources, but uh, with the BBC as well as the Jerusalem Post. Nothing has updated in the last few hours as to what is happening on the border. But we have this report in from Reuters. 
Reuters is reporting that uh, U.S. President Donald Trump today said that he did not want to leave any troops in Syria, but that U.S. forces leaving the country now would deploy elsewhere before eventually returning to the United States. Reports over the weekend uh, had it that uh, the troops that were being pulled out of Syria were being redeployed to Saudi Arabia with a a similar mission, and that is to continue to monitor what may or may not be happening uh, with uh, a a reconstitution of ISIS uh, in the area. There was a cabinet meeting at the White House today. President Trump was speaking at that cabinet meeting. He also said it appeared that a five-day pause that was negotiated last week uh, in that Turkish offensive um, in northern Syria was holding. He did uh, acknowledge that there had been some skirmishes, but that uh, it could go beyond tomorrow's expiration. He said, and I quote, I'm sure if we need a little extension, that would be happening Uh, That's his response to reporters at the meeting. Don't know what the response of the Turkish leader is. I know that over the weekend, Turkish leaders said that there would be no extensions. It was just a pause. But remember that the Turkish leader said while uh, Vice President Pence and Secretary of State Pompeo were in the air flying to have a meeting, he refused and said, don't waste your time. Don't come here. I won't meet with you. And well, you know what happened. As soon as they landed, they had a meeting. So uh, take that for what it is worth. But um, a small number of troops, he said, would stay, quote, in a little little different section to secure the oil. Now, that quote was a little bit different than the quote that we had uh, throughout the weekend. Uh, But it's a totally different section of Syria near Jordan and close to Israel. Trump said uh, this afternoon or late this morning uh, after that press conference. So we are continuing to monitor uh, the situation. There uh, has been uh, some indication that uh, uh, we may have as many as 200,000 people who are now uh, trying to get uh, west outside of that area, uh, mostly women and children uh, of the uh, Kurdish descent. And so we continue to pray for um what what whatever the level of the humanitarian displacement is uh it, it's a tough situation so it appears uh, at least for now the ceasefire is holding what we need to focus on is what happens when the clock strikes midnight and what i mean by that is not midnight tonight but what happens when the stopwatch winds down the agreed upon pause uh ends up Uh, running out what will be the situation on the ground there after that so uh continue excuse me continue to be a lot of discussion about uh that situation Uh, we'll continue to keep you informed but here is the big news and that is after a second election in israel this is the second election for a prime minister Uh, we had one and benjamin netanyahu failed to form a government Six months after the first election, we had a second election, and we are in the period following that second election. Uh, Benjamin Netanyahu was uh, given the nod by the Knesset to form a new government. We have breaking news this afternoon. This is not good for Israel. Jerusalem Post is reporting that Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu 
uh, is not going to be able to form a new government. Now, that is uh, important because what happens is he's now reporting back to President Reuven Rivlin. Uh, He heads up the Knesset. He is the one that sized up the last election, and because of the votes and the support that Netanyahu brought to the table compared to the competitors, thought that he would be in the best position to form a government. Now, let me remind you what forming a government, how that's defined. Uh, You have to have a certain amount of members of the Knesset to vote for uh, the winner of a presidential election if that uh, winner doesn't have enough seats in the parliament themselves. Well, there's not enough seats. That's why for anyone to be a single winner, that's because we always have to form a coalition. We see them form a coalition government. Benjamin Netanyahu was not able to form that government. So since he has now just informed President Rivlin um, today, um, his deadline to form a coalition is just two days away. Now, the Jerusalem Post is reporting that uh, he's going to be, he being President Rivlin now, is going to be holding talks with uh, the various different factions that hold seats in the Knesset, their parliament, to discuss the current situation. And uh, he will have three days uh, to give the mandate to form a new government to uh, the Blue and White Party, and that is led by Benny Gantz. Benny Gantz's Blue and White Party and Likud Party, which is headed by Benjamin Netanyahu, They were the two high vote-getters in the last election, in the last two elections. Now, the Prime Minister, Netanyahu, he actually released a video in that uh, he was discussing, some would call it complaining, that his main uh, opponent, Mr. Gantz, refused to talk or negotiate with him. Netanyahu revealed that in addition to what is known to the public, He had initiated secret steps to build a unity government with Mr. Gantz. In that video, Prime Minister Netanyahu uh, warned that Gantz could form a minority government backed by the joint list in a parliamentary safety net. Netanyahu said that if Gantz built such a coalition, he would serve as head of the opposition. Here's a quote. A minority government will be formed with the support of the joint list members of the Knesset. These are members who encourage terror. These are members that oppose Israel's existence. Understand that in the, not only in the citizenship of Israel, Arabs can be Israeli citizens who live in Israel. Arabs also make up some of the seats in the Knesset. Some of these Arabs are very pro-Palestinian. And just like in America, if you will, uh, you have liberals and you have conservatives. You have uh, pockets of strength for, let's say, New York City is a bastion of strength for the Democrat Party. 
and then uh, you can go out to, uh, you know, uh, more rural areas uh, or places where conservatism is um, uh, very important as well. And so uh, the warning from from Prime Minister Netanyahu is that a government could be formed, but for Gantz to get the necessary votes to have the majority, he's warning to look at exactly who Gantz is going to put in a coalition. And that could definitely have uh, an important factor with uh, Israeli national security. But... um, now that Netanyahu couldn't build uh, the coalition, he had 28 days, it did not happen. There will be 21 additional days in which uh, Mr. Gantz can try to get the support. The magic number is 61. 61 members of the Israeli parliament, if they come together, and there's all sorts of parties. There's, there's far left, far right, in the middle. You've got the Orthodox Jews that have uh, their representatives. And if in 21 days, here we go, if in 21 days Mr. Gantz can't form a party, guess what? We're going to have elections in Israel all over again. So just a quick analysis. Um, We talk about the deadlock in America. I mean, this country is divided down the middle, left and right. And as many of you know, that can be very frustrating because right now, we um, there is no doubt in my mind that the important issues facing the country are not getting debated, are not getting worked out, and we're not seeing any progress whatsoever. The only issue that's getting attention in the Congress because of what is happening in the U.S. House of Representatives, and that is an impeachment inquiry. That and the debt, only because uh, raising the debt level is something that they could agree on because uh, none of these uh, representatives or senators want to be facing the music on that. Well, keep in mind that if you were in Israel as an Israeli citizen, you're now facing the same sort of frustration because government leaders cannot come together and form a 61-member coalition to lead the country. And imagine, if you will, now, we have, we're we're almost to the point where one president gets elected and give it 30 days and the next campaign is underway. So we certainly have been living with this this negative nonsense. But the Israelis uh, are now getting the news today that, wow, if if Gantz can't form a government, and by the way, if he does— uh, from the Israeli point of view, will it be made up of those who uh, don't support Israel, those that are supporters of the Palestinian state, because it's an open democracy there? Uh, either that happens or Mr. Gantz cannot form a party uh, of a conservative nature, then guess what? They'll go back in for another vote in six months. So um, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Pray for the liberations that are going on there. And um, a lot more to come of uh, what will happen in our major partner in the region, a major democratic state in the region. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. We'll hear from some of our national leaders and opinion makers next on The Bill Bunkley Show.
The statistics are mind-numbing. Half a million people die each year from simple diseases caused by unsafe drinking water. Two billion people on Earth have no access to safely managed drinking water. Each day, 263 million people must travel more than 30 minutes daily to collect their water. Something must be done. Something can be done. And Gospel for Asia is providing a solution that you can be part of today. You can provide four biosand filters for only $120 and give fresh water to four families in Asia. Call now, 855-898-9826. That's 855-898-WTBN. Or click in at letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com. Hi, this is Jim Daly, inviting you to join me in Tampa on November 13th for Focus on the Family Live. Join us for a live taping of the Focus on the Family broadcast with popular speaker and author Emily Coulson, plus live music from Aaron Schust, and more. A limited number of free tickets are available, so register today. Register for your free tickets to Focus on the Family Live November 13th here in Tampa. Details at letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com. Listen to Faith Talk weekday mornings at 8 for Alan Jackson, Senior Pastor of World Outreach Church in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. See, if you're going to choose a guy, I would submit you want to choose the most powerful. Don't just go along with the crowd. Don't plead ignorance. Look in Jeremiah 32. Then the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah. I'm the Lord, the God of all mankind. Is anything too hard for me? Alan Jackson Ministries, weekday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk AM 570 and 910. Here back, A77-943-9673. I'm Bill Bunkley, and uh, we're going to kind of um, get around the landscape a little bit uh, before we get a chance to talk about uh, one of the big topics in the news. Joining me at the bottom of the hour is the Senior Counsel Vice President of the Center for Life for Alliance Defending Freedom. I'm talking about uh, Kevin Terrio. And uh, it's about a court decision in, um, I believe, uh, Philadelphia. But there's a court decision where they put this, uh, this ordinance up to where, to where if you were wanting to be standing outside on public land on a sidewalk outside of abortion clinic to be available for some counseling, it was illegal. Well, court didn't see it that way, so this is a, a pretty significant victory, so uh, we'll be hearing from him bottom of the hour. Also got a significant story to talk about, about a new Pew Research study, and uh, I'm hoping that, uh, about Christianity in America, hoping that maybe in the early uh, portions of the 5 o'clock hour we'll be able to get, uh, quite frankly, we're trying to get a couple of folks that I know uh, Jose's working on at Focus on the Family, whether that comes together or not. That's what live radio and uh, getting people with their schedules are all about. But let's um, let's talk about some of the, the topics of the day. And um, over the weekend, of course, uh, one of the staples of my weekend is uh, – keeping track of what's happening on some of the major talk shows. And uh, very interesting that um, uh, 
the first topic that we talked about uh, is the fact that uh, Lindsey Lindsey Graham, and this is talking about the Syrian situation uh, with the Turks on that border. He was highly critical of the president a couple of days ago uh, as this has been unfolding. And uh, obviously, uh, Lindsey Graham knows a lot more than what we know. But uh, this will give you an idea that um, he's optimistic for what he is calling historic solutions in Syria. Well, let's see now that uh, Lindsey Graham is maybe supporting the president. Let's listen in. Let me tell you where I think we are. Withhold judgment as to what's going to happen in Syria until it's all in. I am increasingly optimistic that we can have some historic solutions in Syria that have eluded us for years if we play our cards right. I blame Erdogan for for the invasion, not Trump. But here's what the president told me over the weekend. Here are our objectives. To make sure we have a demilitarized zone between Turkey and the Kurds. The Kurds were the allies who helped us defeat ISIS. They lost 10,000 soldiers. We've lost eight in four years. God bless the eight. But it was the Kurds who did most of the fighting. Protect our NATO ally Turkey from elements of the Kurds that they consider to be terrorist. A demilitarized zone uh, occupied by international forces, no Americans, but we provide air power. The president appreciates what the Kurds have done. He wants to make sure ISIS does not come back. I expect we will continue to partner with the Kurds in the eastern Syria to make sure ISIS does not reemerge. That is in our national security interest. So that is uh, the latest as we are watching things unfold there in the region. Uh, I uh, will tell you that uh, my number one uh, concern is the innocent civilians, the women and the children. I um, Unfortunately, saw too much of what happens in that region. It's a region that it's an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. And um, there's a lot of things symbolically that uh, go into whether you appear to be uh, uh, powerful or weak. And um, I just know that I looked in the eyes of many refugees when I was in Beirut um, just before I I was uh, diagnosed, a few months before I was diagnosed with leukemia. And uh, looking into the eyes of so many of of the women who their husbands were fighters, never to be seen again. Their teenagers uh, were removed from the family and uh, young boys for uh, fighting and young teenage girls to uh, uh, provide uh, for the ISIS fighters and to be passed around among them. And the only thing was left was the young children. And when you have refugees of this magnitude in that area on the run, I don't care what part of the country is. It's just concerning to me, and uh, I still uh, am praying that uh, those folks can get to a safe area and the relief agencies can come in and uh, provide them with food and shelter. So uh, Lindsey Graham is uh, somewhat optimistic about uh, that situation. How about, uh, by the way, any of these that you want to comment on, we only have one hour with you. And when we have a guest, it's sort of compact. So we like to move through some subjects. If there's one you'd like to weigh in on and give me your opinion, 877-943-9673. Now, what about this situation with the feud between Hillary Clinton and uh, Tulsi Gabbard? 
Well, first of all, Tulsi apparently supported um, someone other than Hillary Clinton uh, during the last presidential round, and uh, that uh, grudge is still out there. He was uh, our popular socialist. So I guess uh, she hasn't forgiven that. But the interesting thing is, is now that she talks about, you know, Ms. Gabbard being a Russian agent. Um, and you kind of wonder, you know, <laughs> I don't know why she's reacting this way. Uh, it is greatly out of character for her. And I wonder if there is a pivot thinking that this is this is what you do uh, in terms of the new politics or politicking in America. It is um, it's amazing to me. But uh, we now have other Democratic candidates who seem to be hinting this uh, about this same situation. And uh, when we get down to it, uh, you've got uh, Hillary Clinton, uh, according to a discussion that took place on CNN, that um, maybe now Ms. Gabbard has a platform she would not have had uh, if uh, Hillary Clinton hadn't suggested that uh, she was a Russian agent. And I think this is uh, this is kind of what I was thinking over the last couple of days. But let's listen in to, to this analysis. Uh, former Secretary of State just sort of put it uh, out there, and then her, uh, her her spokesperson sort of doubled down on it. Um, but as uh, I think it was Pete Buttigieg also on the Sunday shows that that said he was uncomfortable with what Secretary Clinton did and that uh, if you do put something out there like this, you should have uh, the evidence to back it up. It clearly uh, allows, as you're saying, Jim, Gabbard to sort of try and elevate herself and be like, oh, I've got a big dog fighting with me right now, and she could get some attention that she otherwise might not have gotten. That's exactly what I think is happening in that situation. But I want to tell you that it is so dangerous for us to get into this mindset that we are going to be accusing people of being Russian agents, next to be a Chinese agent. Who knows what will follow after that. But, um, boy, the Internet is just rung amok with fake news, fake accusations, and uh, now the media picks up on it as well. Well, a major victory in the city of Pittsburgh. We'll talk with uh, Kevin Terryho with Alliance Defending Freedom. Don't go away. It's a good one. With SRN News, I'm Greg Clugston in Washington. The death toll in the southern U.S. has jumped to four following violent weather. Authorities say severe thunderstorms are responsible for the deaths of three people in eastern Oklahoma today, and one person was confirmed dead in Arkansas when a tree fell on a house. Last night, a tornado touched down in Dallas, causing significant damage, but no injuries. House Republicans are expected to push a vote today on a resolution to censure Democratic Congressman Adam Schiff, chairman of the House Intelligence Committee. Republicans are taking issue with how Schiff is conducting the investigation. The Pentagon is considering an option that would keep a small residual U.S. military force in northeast Syria to secure oil fields and to continue the fight against ISIS militants. At the closing bell, the Nasdaq was up 73 points.
This is SRN News. Do you like winning prizes? How about getting sneak peek opportunities and offers before anyone else? Join the Faith Talk fan club today at letstalkfaith.com and gain access to incredible contest opportunities, free movie preview events, discounts, and more. If you're passionate about Faith Talk and want to be rewarded just for being a part of the Faith Talk community, sign up for the Faith Talk fan club today. Join the Faith Talk fan club by clicking the fan club tab at letstalkfaith.com. The annual enrollment for Medicare is coming soon. So we're here at Health Markets, a free service to help make sure you have the right Medicare plan. Mike, there's a lot going on here. There sure is. Health Markets has invented the FIT score to instantly compare thousands of Medicare plans from national insurance companies. In minutes, folks can find out if their current plan is the right fit or if there's another plan that can provide extra coverage and help save money. Best of all, the service is free. So what Medicare benefits could people be missing out on? A lot. Plans with $0 co-pays, $0 deductibles, and $0 premiums. Plans that include dental and vision coverage for diabetic supplies, hearing aids, and more at no additional cost. With so many choices, our advice is don't go it alone when there's a free, unbiased service that can help. Go to healthmarkets.com or call 800-730-1372. That's 800-730-1372. 800-730-1372. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. Critics of President Trump often express bafflement over why his broad support among conservatives is so enduring. The answer is short and simple. Trump is establishing a record of genuine and possibly lasting conservative reform. The latest came on October the 9th when he signed two executive orders designed to improve transparency when government agencies issue or enforce guidance on how to best comply with a law or regulation. Don't be fooled by that word, guidance. These informal missives from the vast federal bureaucracy carry extraordinary real-world costs and sometimes extremely destructive punishments. Now, Trump is bringing down the hammer on the guidance-addicted bureaucrats. Quote, this regulatory overreach gravely undermines our constitutional system of government, Trump said. Now that is conservatism, and it's conservatism that attracts conservatives. How blindingly obvious. I'm Hugh Hewitt. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu Hi, I'm Tony Dungy. To be successful in football, you have to be able to read the plays. And to help children succeed, it's important that dads huddle up with their kids and read books. Research shows that reading together helps children develop their vocabulary, learn to think creatively, be better prepared for school, fall in love with reading, and best of all, fall deeper in love with you. For five ways to bond with your kids through reading, visit allprodad.com and start reading with them tonight. are open 877-943-9673. How important is free speech in America? How important is the First Amendment? And are you allowed to have a conversation on a sidewalk or can a group of elected officials sort of define, well, what speech is acceptable and what isn't? 
Got an important decision out of Pittsburgh. Uh, the case is Bruni uh, versus City of uh, Pittsburgh. Joining me today is uh, Kevin Terrio, who's a senior counsel, vice president, Center for Life, Alliance Defending Freedom. Uh, and he works with a team of uh, folks there uh, working to overturn Roe versus Wade. This is a definite priority for our folks at ADF. And in addition to that, um, want to make sure that we understand that the whole idea about the nonsense of physician-assisted suicide is also on our radar in addition to what happens early on in the birth of life. Uh, since joining Alliance Defending Freedom in 2003, he has been successful as lead counsel or co-counsel in numerous cases, preserving the freedoms of speech and religion. He earned his uh, doctorate, uh, J.D., from 1991 from Vanderbilt University School of Law. Uh, he also is admitted in the bar here in Florida and is a member of the U.S. Supreme Court and numerous federal district and appellate courts where he practices. With that, uh, Mr. Terrio, good to have you with us this afternoon. It's great to be on, Bill. Really appreciate you having me. Well, it's great to have you, and this is another significant victory, and we're going to point out some of the reasons why. But talk a little bit about this uh, ordinance in Pittsburgh because it sort of went back and forth between the appellate and the district court, uh, but it looks like that uh, on appeal, this thing has been pretty well nailed down. Talk us, uh, Walk us through the history. Well, several years ago, Pittsburgh, at the urging of uh, a local abortion facility, including Planned Parenthood, uh, decided that they were going to shut down speech on a public sidewalk. And obviously, most people know you're not supposed to be able to shut speech down and censor it on public sidewalks because it's so fundamental to our society. Uh, But the city of Pittsburgh bought it, and um, they enacted a pretty comprehensive ordinance. We got half of it struck down several years ago in the Brown case. I had to go to the Court of Appeals for that one. And then um, after the Supreme Court developed the law a little bit further, then we we challenged the second part of it, which says that a 30-foot strip of sidewalk out in front of Planned Parenthood is a speech-free zone where our clients who uh, advocate uh, and do uh, uh, pro-life counseling, uh, they uh, were basically told you can't be there. And um, so we challenged it. It's been going on for about four years, and the and the Third Circuit, excuse me, just uh, last Friday said that they, Pittsburgh is not allowed to apply this ordinance to prohibit uh, one-on-one pro-life counseling that our, um, that our clients do. So that was the good news. Talk about how devastating this would be to the First Amendment if we either had uh, appellate judges, judges on the Supreme Court, if we had like-minded people with the lower court. Talk about how damaging if this became the law of the land and some of the implications it would have in uh, in other areas of First Amendment rights. Well, you'd have the government deciding which ideas should prevail because clearly the impetus for this was to get pro-life ideas off the public sidewalk in certain places. And so the same thing would apply if you um, take a certain position on the environment, take a certain position on um, – sexuality, take a certain position on uh, experimenting on pets, Uh, the cities or states could ban you from certain areas because they don't like your speech, and they could target those ordinances to you um, so that that it's it's clearly 
singling out people that are, have a particular viewpoint. And, of course, um, since speech is so fundamental to a free society, that would undermine democracy. And uh, the way that this court particularly ruled, um, I understand, and I'm not a lawyer, but from what I understand of reading some of the uh, the, the brief and descriptions, that uh, it has rendered an opinion in such a way that it basically closes down the question uh, from now moving forward. It does. It, the, the opinion is a little complicated, and, uh, and the court said instead of saying um, – city of pittsburgh your ordinance is unconstitutional what it did was reinterpreted the ordinance and said city of pittsburgh even though you say this bans pro-life sidewalk counseling um we read the ordinance as not banning it and therefore um and you can't enforce it enforce it against pro-life counselors um so it didn't actually strike down the ordinance it just reinterpreted it which is a little bit complex so um one of the things that the court did do is it said that because of the way we narrowed the ordinance, we being the court, um, that this doesn't violate the one of the worst things that a, a law can do in, in the free speech area, and that is discriminate based upon content. So, um, in other words, if if if, this, if the ordinance would say you can talk about the weather on the on the public sidewalk there in front of the uh, abortion facility, or you can talk about the the Pittsburgh Steelers and how well they're doing or poorly they're doing, but you can't talk about abortion, um, especially from a pro-life perspective. Well, that would be unconstitutional. The the court made that very clear. And in addition to say sidewalk counseling to those who are considering going into an abortion facility. It was interesting because um, they also talked about other type of uh, facilities. And so it looked like that uh, who, whatever the political force was behind the regulation of speech, they got a majority of the people there on the Pittsburgh City Council to support. It seemed like they were really trying to just muzzle all sorts of uh, any kind of interaction on some very selected areas, and it wasn't just sidewalk clinics, was it? Well, they what they were doing ostensibly is is really what they were doing was trying to hide their intent uh, to squelch pro-life speech. And so, in order to make it look a little less obvious, they applied the law to all healthcare facilities and said, "Look, if if the city draws a line, a thirty-foot zone." around the entrance to a healthcare facility, they can ban speech within that line. But uh, it, it was really telling that the only place that the city has drawn such a line is in front of abortion facilities. Hmm. My guest uh, is uh, Kevin Terrio. He's a senior counsel, vice president, Center for Life for Alliance Defending Freedom. If I could, I'd like to kind of venture into another area that uh, I know you have great expertise and didn't have to be pre-briefed, but how are we looking now with some of the cases? Because I know that um, you are very much in the center of what ADF is doing as it comes to Roe versus Wade. Uh, could you give me kind of a give our audience kind of a quick just assessment of some of the cases of some of the abortion legislation that has been passed in various states that may or may not be uh, appealed up to the Supreme Court to have the big question on Roe versus Wade? Do we have the type of cases to move forward, or is there other cases that uh, we, we need to be patient for to better position uh, our view of pro-life before the court? 
we do have some good cases in the pipeline that the court can use to reconsider uh, Roe. And uh, probably the one that's that everybody's aware of right now is the one that the court just agreed to hear a couple of weeks ago, and that's June Medical Services versus G out of Louisiana. Louisiana has a statute that says that um, all ambulatory surgical centers have to have admitting privileges. The doctors have to have admitting privileges in case some of the procedures that they um, that they are uh, conducting uh, would result in an emergency, and they can take that patient directly to the hospital and. And, uh, and, and the doctor can take care of them that knows exactly what happened. They won't have to switch them over to another doctor. Well, the plan, Planned Parenthood doesn't like that kind of law, and so they challenged it. And that case right now is before the Supreme Court. Now, of course, that court case is primarily about whether states can make sure that women are protected no matter what kind of medical procedure they have and, and that abortion facilities shouldn't get special consideration just because they're doing abortion. Oh, they, should, they should satisfy the requirements for all, all ambulatory service uh, centers, but uh, medical centers, excuse me. So, so um, the court will consider that case next. So that's the, the biggest opportunity coming up for the court to show that states really do have an interest in regulating um, abortion and uh, hopefully to demonstrate that uh, that Roe uh, is, is was wrongly decided and that it should be restricted if not completely overturned. Hmm. Looking at the, the data that indicates that uh, abortion is down in America and a lot of the uh, younger folks that are coming up uh, are coming up with uh, a pro-life point of view. Then on the other hand, you have uh, Planned Parenthood who have initiated a handful of what we call these mega centers. And some of those are located strategically, say, across the state line. And probably for the future, even if Roe versus Wade causes the decision to go back to each of the 50 states, any any just speculation on your part uh, on the motivation for these mega centers in the light that maybe the the primary income source for Planned Parenthood uh, is in abortions. It, it seems a little bit uh, opposite of uh, what would be sort of a business model in any other situation. Well, I think you put your finger on it. it they have determined that having a mega center instead of a bunch of small centers around is much more um, uh, profitable. And that's what they're in this for is profit. I mean, there we have clients that we represent, former uh, Planned Parenthood uh, employees that say they would get pizza parties if they hit their numbers on abortion. They didn't give them any kind of incentive to hit their numbers on distributing contraception or any other service that they attempt to provide. What they really are focused on is abortions and how many of them they could get done because that's where they make their money. And so that's why um, they are consolidating some of these smaller facilities. They're trying to save overhead. And, uh, and of course, in the meantime, they're saying, oh, uh, the state is making us shut down these facilities. Well, no, they're just trying, they're just shutting them down and combining them to further their bottom line. That's great. You know, take a life, get a pizza. 
What what uh, <laughs> what, what uh, only in America, only in America, Kevin. You know, take a life. Right. And you get a pizza. Well, I want to tell yeah. you, make sure that you put uh, ADF.org on your very special list of your preferred sites. You need to visit that often, reminding that they are a 501c3. They need your support, our support, financial support, because a lot of the work they do, the clients aren't charged. They are there because it's the right thing to do, but they need our support. That website is ADF.org. Uh, special thanks to a very special person right in the midst of this with his team. Uh, Kevin Terrio has been my guest, Senior Counsel, Vice President, Center for Life, Alliance Defending Freedom. You know, my friend, that uh, all of my colleagues with the Salem Radio Network, uh, we stand very firmly with you and thank you for your service to the nation and keep up all the good work. Thanks, Bill. Really appreciate it. And you're right, ADFlegal.org, that's the place to go to get more information and if you want to support us. All right. Thank you, my friend. Have a great, great, great week. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. ADFlegal.org, ADFlegal.org, if you'd like to uh, get into that mixed. Four lines are open at 877-943-9673. Probably have a couple of more national quotes that we'll share with you. Boy, I tell you what, America, what a place. Take a life, get a free pizza. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-776-6094. The following statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. Amber and trials tested mild to moderate symptoms. Testimonials based on 90 days of use. Results may vary. IRI US MUO 52 weeks 714-19 by UPC and LDO. Hi, I'm Mary Lou Retton. When I competed in gymnastics, I used to love to talk about my health, my energy, and my will to win gold. But today, I want to talk to you about something I used to keep private, my menopause. Between my hot flashes and night sweats and worse, my constant fatigue, I felt like a stranger in my own life. Nothing I tried could give me relief until I discovered Amberin. Amberin is clinically shown to relieve 12 menopause symptoms. Amberin is not a drug and is 100% estrogen-free and clinically tested. Thanks to Amberin now, my energy is back. And those days of fearing hot flashes and night sweats are gone. I feel like myself again. Amberin works. It really works. Hurry to your Walmart, Walgreens, Target, and other fine stores and see why Amberin is America's number one menopause relief supplement. Hi, I'm Alistair Begg, and I'd like to personally invite you to join me August 30th to September 6th, 2020 for a week of Christian fellowship and a newfound appreciation for God's creation. Call 855 855- 565-5519 to join us or visit deeperfaithcruise.com for all the details. 
Don't miss the Deeper Faith Cruise departing August of 2020. Log on today at letstalkfaith.com and click the Deeper Faith Cruise banner. National competition for your business is eating away at your customer base faster than you can keep up. It's as if they have a backroom of digital marketing minions swallowing your customers one by one. And it's not a pretty sight. What if you could beat them with your own minions? You need Salem Surround, a full-service digital agency with all your digital marketing under one roof. When a potential customer searches for your product, do they find your business or the competition? Is your contact information accurate and everywhere it should be to reach today's digital consumer? Does your website have all the right tools to turn visitors into leads? We've got some solutions. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to help get your message in front of today's digital audience. We'll help deliver customers by putting your business message in the right place at the right time. Don't just invest in a marketing strategy. You need to surround your target audience. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. Start the morning right. Weekday mornings at 530. It's Through the Bible with J. Vernon McGee. And Paul says it in Romans 9, 15, For he saith to Moses, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy. And that's our God today. Through the Bible with J. Vernon McGee. Weekday mornings at 530 on Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910. Back, Bill Bunkley here. Traffic update, uh, courtesy of Captain Mad Bruce. Bay News 9 reporting that westbound traffic is closed. Hillsborough Avenue between North Nebraska Avenue and North 15th Street. We have a multi-vehicle crash. Again, avoid the area in Tampa. Westbound traffic closed. Hillsborough Avenue between North Nebraska Avenue and North 15th Street because of a multi-vehicle crash. We wrap up our first hour. The big conversation is the impeachment inquiry. So if we knew exactly what those... Democrats in the House have in mind for the articles of impeachment that they would like to try to get a vote out of the House, well, it might be helpful. Senator Booker, one of the contestants for the presidency of the United States, sort of interesting because, well, he doesn't know what uh, he claims Democrats don't know what the articles of impeachment would be. Fishing expedition, keep just keep the questionings out in the public like they've done with three or four other of the allegations against the president. Everybody's an agent of Russia now, but let's listen in to see what uh, the Democrat senator has to say. But my question to you is, what is your recourse and what could you do, you personally as a senator and Democrats in general, if Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell doesn't go for it, doesn't do a full trial in the Senate, but tries to rush this through either in a few hours or just rejects it out of hand? Well, first of all, Jonathan, I've, I've stopped short of saying what my 
a vote will be as a juror because I, re I respect the process. I respect the Constitution. I don't even know what the articles of impeachment are going to be right now. I do not know what the articles of impeachment are going to be right now. You know, that's pretty prophetic, and that's pretty telling. They're having this one-sided investigation in the United States House of Representatives. We, the people, we don't know much of the real facts. Many of the Republican members in the House, they don't know what the facts are. They don't know what the full testimony is. They haven't had a chance to have minority lawyers involved with the process as well as lawyers for Nancy Pelosi and the majority. They've not been able to ask key questions. They've been shut down in key hearings. In all this before a country that, quite frankly, is in turmoil. The the pleasures and the benefits of this country are so abundant that we have taken our eyes off the real important aspects of maintaining our way of life. Families are deteriorating. Children are growing, out, growing up without a, a mother and a father. Government is inappropriately teaching children about things that the government ought to have no stake in. Elites who want to turn this country into a socialist country. Because in socialism, there's always a small group of people who know what's best for you. And while you are always expected to make sacrifices, well, quite frankly, they, they live pretty high on the hog. And this this feeling that I get is that many in America at the upper echelons feel that just keep America in the dark. They love a good scandal. They love to hear some gossip. They love to make things out of nothing. Let's just keep feeding them lines and fake news. And maybe, maybe one of these will stick enough to where, whether it's right or wrong, truthful or untruthful, it will accomplish its end. That's why we must pray for America. We must pray for truth. We must pray for justice. And we have to realize with so many in leadership, we don't have the character, character and integrity not even close to that of our founding fathers, and they were all flawed individuals as well. But what we see happening here, it, it, it's beyond laughable. So as uh, we continue to be with you each and every day, remember that you have a question or comment for our show. You can email us at afternoons at letstalkfake.com, afternoons at letstalkfake.com. Well, for those of you listening on AM 930, Sarasota, Bradenton, my colleague Jay Sekulow will be up next with the Jay Sekulow Show. If you'd like to uh, continue with me, uh, my show will move into the third hour, and you can listen live at uh, AM 570 across West Central Florida. 
Uh, you can listen in AM 910 if you happen to be in Plant City. If you are in Lakeland on the FM dial, you can listen in at 102.1. If you are in Hudson Bayonet Point, you can listen in at FM 100.3. We'll be talking about uh, Christianity in America. It's on a decline. And we'll also be giving away and talking with William Federer, his new book, America's God and Country. That's next on The Bill Bunkley Show. Hi, this is Jim Daly, inviting you to join me in Tampa on November 13th for Focus on the Family Live. Join us for a live taping of the Focus on the Family broadcast with popular speaker and author Emily Coulson, plus live music from Aaron Schuess, and more. A limited number of free tickets are available, so register today. Register for your free tickets to Focus on the Family Live, November 13th here in Tampa. Details at letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com. Weekday mornings at 6, join Pastor Steve Kreloff for Verse by Verse. See the holiness of God. Look at the holiness of God. You look at the holiness of God and the purity of Jesus Christ, the purity of God the Father, God the Spirit, and you will hate your sin. Listen to Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff. Weekday mornings at 6 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN, Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. President Trump says he still wants to get all U.S. troops out of Syria, but Israel and Jordan have asked him to keep some in Syria. We've been asked by Israel and Jordan to leave a small number of troops is a totally different section of Syria near Jordan and close to Israel. And that's a totally different section. That's a totally different mindset. President Trump says the U.S. fought with the Kurds but does not owe them protection. Nobody ever committed, gee, if you do this, we're going to do that. We're going to stay with you forever. Nobody ever said that. Republicans in the House will force a vote today to officially rebuke Intelligence Committee Chairman Adam Schiff over his handling of the Trump impeachment process. Correspondent Bob Agnew reports. The resolution aimed at censuring Schiff comes as Democrats hold behind closed-door depositions aimed at crafting articles of impeachment against the president. The effort's being led by Republican Congressman Andy Biggs of Arizona, the GOP accusing Schiff of numerous missteps, including lying about whether his committee had contact with the whistleblower prior to his complaint. The measure also complains that Schiff misled the public when he exaggerated the president's comments during a conversation with the president of Ukraine. Bob Agnew reporting. Authorities say severe thunderstorms are responsible for the deaths of three people in eastern Oklahoma. Oklahoma State Bureau of Investigation spokeswoman Brooke R. Beitman says two teenage boys died of carbon monoxide poisoning late Sunday in Walitka, about 80 miles east of Oklahoma City. She says the 14- and 15-year-old boys were using a portable gas generator in a travel trailer after the storms knocked out power in the area. Meanwhile, the tornado that ripped through Dallas last night had a maximum wind speed of 140 miles an hour. The agency rated the Sunday night tornado as EF3. On Wall Street, the Dow by 57 points to 26,827. The Nasdaq rose 73. The S&P advanced 20. Oil down to 53.31 a barrel. More on these stories at townhall.com. One year ago, my book, Gold is a Better Way, became a national bestseller. It remains at the top of the charts today. Since that time, gold is up more than $300 per ounce. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. 
I teach investors about gold. Now, you can buy my book or, even better, watch my latest video presentation right now for free. It's called The Great Devaluation. It was seen live by thousands at my annual gold summit and explains how central banks have lost control, why stocks and bonds are set to collapse, and why gold will soar to $5,000 per ounce in the next few years. People are calling it the best presentation on gold they've ever seen. Just text the word GOLD to 49776. I'll send it to you right now, no questions asked. Text the word GOLD to 49776. Text the word GOLD to 49776. We promise to add massive value before ever asking for your business. Text the word GOLD to 49776. Russian hackers have used Iranian tech tools to mask their identities as they disrupt important sites. The so-called Tuala group, also known as Waterbug or Venomous Bear, is widely reported to be associated with Russian actors. Now the U.S. National Security Agency and Britain's National Cybersecurity Center say Tuala had acquired control of the tools and infrastructure of Iranian hacking groups for their attacks in an attempt to mask their identity. The attacks extracted documents from multiple sectors, including governments, and were mostly carried out in the Middle East. Charles de Ledesma, London. A group of state attorneys general say they're still pushing to finalize a nationwide settlement over the toll of opioids with companies in the drug industry. There were talks through last week on a deal potentially worth $48 billion before companies reached a smaller $260 million deal to end claims with two Ohio counties. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. We are here to give you strength between Sundays. You can't stop people from attacking you, but you can stop them from affecting you. They may be headed for hell and living like hell, but they don't have to make your life hell. We are here for you. Faith Talk AM 570, AM 910, online at letstalkfaith.com. Don't miss the 2019 St. Pete YMCA Mayor's Prayer Breakfast, an inspirational morning bringing our community together in prayer and the spirit of unity. Take part in prayer led by community faith leaders and an inspiring address by Emmy-winning actress and author Sonia Manzano from Sesame Street. Mark your calendar for the YMCA of Greater St. Petersburg's Mayor's Prayer Breakfast, Tuesday, October 29th at 7 a.m. at the St. Pete Coliseum. Get tickets at stpetymca.org. That's stpetymca.org. Faith Talk 570, WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsborough, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the third hour of the Bill Bunkley Show. Glad to have you with us on board this afternoon. 
We've got some discouraging news to share today, and that is the state of Christianity in America. I'll be talking about that in just a moment, but I want to tell you that um, we thought we were going to be talking with William Federer earlier today. Actually, uh, he had to reschedule and push that back a little bit. So, want to make sure you're aware, at about 5.35 this afternoon, we'll be talking to William J. Federer about his book, America's God and Country, Encyclopedia of Quotations. This is uh, a grand collection of um, all sorts of quotes, Uh, quotes from the Founding Fathers, from uh, presidents of the United States, other statesmen. We've got scientists. uh, We've got uh, some court decisions. And uh, these quotes are just excellent to remind us in speeches, papers, debates, essays, et cetera, et cetera. And I want to tell you, especially for our pastors or if you're a public speaker or you would just like to have an excellent volume of, uh, oh, let's see here. This is about uh, 800, well, 800 800 plus pages of quotes. We're going to have a copy of this. It's a very fine uh, hard copy, desk copy. Uh, And we're going to be giving that away during this hour. So I want to make sure that you are aware of that. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Also going to talk a little bit about uh, Judy Garland Uh, during this hour. I saw the movie Judy over the weekend. A very, very sad uh, recollection of the history of the latter days of uh, Miss Garland's life. And uh, just some reflections on that about uh, not only choices, but uh, abuse and uh, the abuse that she received uh, as a child and not necessarily the abuse that you would think of today, uh, but abuse by motion picture studios, those that were interested in um, using her for her career. We'll talk about that on the Bill Bunkley show. Well. How many people do you think in America refer to themselves as Christian? The Pew Research Center conducts these um, these extended uh, polls, surveys, if you will, um, and we're looking at uh, one that was just released uh, of uh, some uh, polling that was taking place from 2018 into 2019. In that... Um, things have changed drastically, and it's something that I think that uh, we ought to be aware of. Some of us that have been veteran Christians for a long time, we might just be working off the supposition everybody in America knows who Jesus is. Everybody in America knows what it means to be a Christian. Everybody sees all the churches on every street corner, and so we... We, we may be living in this false sense that, uh, you know, everybody knows, and it's just a choice whether or not to follow Christ and to let the Jesus be the Lord of your life. My friends, that, that, that could not be farther from the truth. America is becoming a lost nation if it's not lost already. That's not to say that there aren't Uh, Christians, that there aren't um, faithful leaders, uh, pastors, uh, and others, but we are in a decline. 
and we need to look no further than the Western European and the British landscape to understand that we are following this contagion that has spread uh, westward across the Atlantic Ocean. The poll, uh, and the last one was done about 10 years ago, but the poll, a decade ago, the poll uh, is a poll that uh, looks at people when they're, when they're called to take part in a survey that they identify themselves as Christian. Now, the poll that was recently taken, 2018 to 2019, 65% of those polled said that they would identify themselves as Christian. Now, you may look at that number and think, well, that's not a bad number for today, 65%. Well, how about if I told you just 10 years ago that that end up, that the 10 years ago, the number of people that identified themselves as Christians was 77%. The numbers that we have just been reviewing indicate that there is a 12% drop. That's a big gap, a 12% drop from those uh, who would um, identify themselves as being Christian. Now, there's another aspect of the poll that is even more concerning. Those who identified themselves as an atheist or an agnostic or identified themselves as, well, nothing in particular, they now number about 26% of the American population. Now, you ready for this? That 26% represents a whopping 17% increase from just 10 years ago. America is in desperate, desperate need of a revival. America is very rapidly following the trends in Western Europe and the United Kingdom. And I don't know if we in America are even aware of how serious the situation has become. And even among the so-called mainline denominations, instead of propagating the gospel, instead of sharing the Lord Jesus Christ as the one true God, a lot of the, quote, religious subsections of the country find themselves embroiled with, well, the definition of marriage, gender issues, abortion, and not so much in the sharing is the gospel, not so much in focusing in, number one, is there a real literal heaven? Is there a real literal hell? that one will go to without acceptance of the Lord Jesus Christ forever and ever. Certainly not a popular subject uh, to have out with the general population, but the question is, when you look at Orthodox Christianity in America, 
We have been so overrun with the distractions of the Internet, of endless movies, endless video games, all the pleasures of life. Who needs to worry about whether there is a real heaven or hell for right now? Who needs to know, who needs to worry about whether they're going to heaven or hell right now? Uh, Because the big lie that uh, is perpetrated in life is uh, we don't have to worry about that now. We'll, We'll get to that later. And we don't deal with the fact that uh, life is precious. There are bends in the road that come out of nowhere. And maybe even someone listening to the sound of my voice this afternoon will find themselves the victim of a, well, maybe a distracted driver, someone who's texting or, or eating or doing whatever in their car. There is a tremendous need for you and I when we go out into the the public market, to look around to our left, to our right, look before us and look behind us, and look at the people that we walk among. There is a very good chance that the people that you are walking among do not really know the Lord Jesus Christ. Don't know about the Lord Jesus Christ to make a a decision whether to be for him or against him, to accept him as their Savior or not. There is an enormous need to educate, an enormous need to share the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ, not just in many faraway lands, but right here in America. As I said, so many people do not even know who Jesus is. Not really. And that's why it's so important of how you carry yourselves. Because when someone identifies you as a Christian, as a Christ follower, everything you do leaves an impression on whether they want to have some of that in their life. Do they want to be like you? And unfortunately, the way many of us act at times, well, that's the last thing they want to bring into their life. But people in America need to be, well, I'll even use the word reintroduced to Jesus Christ. We must assume that even though it's all over and, internet fl- and knowledge floods the Internet, people don't know here at home. When I was at our pastor's appreciation event last Thursday, and by the way, Jose, I've invited him to be on the program, uh, and he is, a, um, he is uh, a, a man from Brazil, he and his wife. They are Brazilian uh, nationalists. They have been sent here to America. And you know what he got sent here to America for? He's a missionary. He's a missionary from Brazil to America to share the good news of Jesus Christ. Well, how do we how do we combat this? Real simple. Number one, if you know Jesus and uh, you are an Orthodox Christian, make sure that you live by it. Make sure that you trust him 24-7. Make sure that he is guiding your life every moment of the day. And look for opportunities to plant seeds. Look for opportunities to tell others about the saving life that you have, Jesus Christ and his Holy Spirit within you. 
There are a lot of hurting people, depressed, oppressed, in debt, divorced. There are many of life's issues with just about everyone we meet. How often do we talk about what the scripture has to say about their particular need and the life they can find in Christ of peace and commitment? And so I ask you, does it does it matter to you that Christians are dwindling in numbers in America? I hope it does. When we come back, we'll have a chance to talk about one life that is sad. And also, got a book giveaway coming up, America's God and Country. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-704-1662. 800-704-1662. That's 800-704-1662. Hey, one of my first gifts as a new Florida resident was a beautiful star on my windshield, courtesy of the Howard Franklin Bridge. But my friends at the office here told me to go to Auto Glass America. Wow. Auto Glass America took care of everything, from the paperwork with my insurance company to installing the windshield. They came to the studios. In less than an hour, they put in a brand new windshield while I was doing the radio show. Wish everything was this easy. When you hear stone hitting glass and the windshield star appears, call 813-96-GLASS. 813-96-GLASS. Auto Glass America. Tell them Mike Gallagher sent you. Hi, I'm Sandra. And I'm Catherine. And we are so excited to be able to continue with our radio show, Vacation Nation Radio, on Faith Talk 570 and 910. Vacation Nation Radio is where we celebrate all the great places that await you on your next getaway. And isn't it about time for another one of those? Don't miss a moment of Vacation Nation Radio. Saturday mornings at 7 on Faith Talk AM 570 and 910. We're back. Phone lines open, 877-943-9673. Hey, uh, another reminder, uh, would you please uh, consider standing with us uh, here at WTBN and the Bill Bunkley Show as we are standing for the ministry gospel for Asia. We have an opportunity to uh, bring clear drinking water, 98% pure, with uh, the water filters that uh, we are making available through our program today and over the next few days. A one-time gift of $30 provides a water filter for a home uh, somewhere in South Asia. We can't uh, talk about some of the locations because of the government situations in some of those countries, Uh, but we have um, um, opportunities right now waiting 
and uh, going to be introducing the folks there uh, with uh, two things for a one-time gift of $30. Number one, it will be a water filter that will be installed and uh, will last up to 20 years. 98% pure is the water that's going to be um, uh, drunk. Dr- <laughs> 98% of the water that's going to be going through and, and being drunk by the folks there in that home is going to be pure. Remember that every 90 seconds a child dies because of waterborne illness. And uh, not only do we want to come against that, but uh, we have uh, Christians in country who will not only be uh, coordinating the installation of the water filter, but uh, not only will that family be rejoicing about the first time they've ever had clear drinking water, we're also going to introduce them to the living water of a life with Jesus Christ. So right now, would you take at least one of these water filters, tax deductible? You can do so by calling 855-898-9826, 855-898-9826, or go to our website, letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com, and check on check on the banner Gospel for Asia. Uh, $120 gift provides uh, four families with clean, easy drinking water. Let me share a little bit about uh, a very impactful movie this weekend. And um, there are so many life implications. And uh, it's a very heavy movie. It is the movie entitled Judy. And um, it is uh, a depiction of the later years of Judy Garland's life. Renee Zellwinger, if she doesn't get an Academy Award for this, uh, I'll just say politics as usual because uh, what a stunning performance that uh, she was able to do not only uh, uh you know portraying the the physical aspects of julie garland but uh singing some of uh, miss garland's showcase songs including um the songs from the wizard of oz the yellow brick road i wanted to see it because i grew up in an era where my mother from her young teenage years growing up my mother, um, in our family heirlooms, I have I have scrapbooks and scrapbooks of movie stars. That was um, central to my mom's interest as she was growing up, and in particular, Shirley Temple as well as Judy Garland. Both were very important uh, to uh, her in her life. And as I grew older, um, of course, um, with uh, Judy Garland, who died of an overdose, my mom, I remember my mom saying when, you know, either a movie came up or a topic, she would say, they killed her. They just killed her. And she wasn't referring to anybody in mind, but it was... It was the whole background, the whole studio thing, the whole being a child actor, actress in this case. And uh, so um, I wanted to see it, and I wanted to actually see it on the big screen and not with a screener, uh, of which we sometimes have opportunities to to get and, and to share with you. It was such a sad waste of a life. And I think about child exploitation today. Today we have the scourge of human trafficking, which 
it is a, a scourge uh, to to just take advantage of of kids in, in the most horrible ways. And and then I we had a chance to look at um, how Judy Garland was was raised as a young person, and uh, Mr. Mayor of Metro. Goldwyn Mayer, of course, is is uh, she was property of of his movie production company, and uh, even while she was filming uh, the Wizard of Oz, according to the story told by the movie Judy, uh, they controlled everything she did, controlled what she wasn't allowed to eat, which was quite a bit. Um, they were giving her pills to keep her up during the day for the production schedule. And then when she was wound up, they were giving her pills for a little girl to go to sleep. And so that's the world she grew up in. That's the world that the only world that she knew. And that father in the stardom, absolutely remarkably talented, uh, her voice and uh, her um, abilities on the stage were just uh, quite uh, remarkable, unsurpassed. But it was a horrible life, multiple marriages. And it seemed like every point of her life, somebody came along to take advantage of her. Not sexually, not in the ways necessarily that we think of uh, exploitation today, but uh, in ways that it was what she could do for various people. She found herself toward the end of her life at midlife. Uh, she was out of money. And she was trying to raise uh, two of her three children. Liza Minnelli was from a was from a previous marriage, and had grown up. But she had her two younger children, and she ended up having to take um, a gig uh, over in London and leave her children back in America, of which she was never really reunited with. And uh, between the alcohol abuse and the drugs, it was just uh, a beautiful life that was. That was just, uh, in many respects, wasted. And so I just want to share that when you, I kept asking myself, why didn't somebody introduce her to Jesus? Why didn't somebody share with her the good news? Why wasn't she rescued? And the reason why I mentioned that story is there's a lot of people that uh, maybe not so deep, maybe not in the same area, and not in the, in the midst of human trafficking, but there are people who uh, who are being taken care of and hurting all around us. And they need to be rescued with the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that is so evident in the new numbers that we get from Pew Research about the, the dwindling numbers of Christians in America. So you can you can save a life. You can rescue a life. And when you understand the pain and the hurt from the life of uh, people like Judy Garland. Tell you what, you can make a difference. We're going to take a break in a minute, check in with SRN News. When I come back, William J. Federer will join me. He has a book called America's God in Country, an encyclopedia of quotations from presidents and others. We've got a copy of this to give away as well. Remember that if you win, you have to come to our studios here in the West Shore area of Tampa to claim your book. But this one is definitely worth the drive. I'm Bill Bunkley. Don't go away. Be right back.
With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. The National Weather Service says the tornado that ripped through North Dallas had a maximum wind speed of 140 miles an hour. The agency rated the Sunday night tornado as EF3. It says another tornado in a Dallas suburb was EF1 with maximum wind speeds of 100 miles an hour. Tens of thousands of homes and businesses are without power after the swath of heavy storms hit Dallas before tracking northeast into Arkansas, Oklahoma, and Tennessee. Governor Greg Abbott issued a disaster declaration for 16 Texas counties. President Trump says he still wants to get all U.S. troops out of Syria, but Israel and Jordan have asked him to keep some in Syria. Just last week, Mr. Trump said that roughly 1,000 U.S. troops in northeastern Syria will go home, leaving about 200 at a base in the southeast of the country. On Wall Street, the Dow by 57 points. More on these stories at townhall.com. A preacher gave his congregation the assignment of reading Joshua chapter 25 prior to the next week's sermon. Hello, I'm Chuck Swindoll. So that week passed, and that following Sunday, he stood in front of them, and, and he said, All right, how many of you read Joshua 25 this past week? And about half the church raised their hand. He said, Today I want to speak on honesty. Joshua only has 24 chapters. (laughs) I'm thinking that pastor had their attention. Don't you agree? Sometimes the best way for God to get our attention is just to hold up a mirror in front of us. Pastor and teacher Chuck Swindoll. Visit Insight for Living's website at insight.org. There's no question you need omega-3s. But which form should you take? Fish oil or krill oil? Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50 Plus. It combines ultra-pure fish oil and joint-soothing krill oil together in just one tiny pill. It's so powerful, it can promote the health of your heart and your arteries. And if that wasn't enough, it can also boost your joint comfort in just days. We're so sure Krill Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 1-800-340-5765. 1-800-340-5765. That's 1-800-340-5765. Bible Line with Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold. They don't know the sun. They don't know the truth of the gospel, how to be saved. They don't know God loves them. So God manifested it to us. But where does it say in the Bible that God hath commanded the light to shine out of darkness? Bible Line, weekday mornings at 10 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Hi, I'm Tony Dungy. Being an all-pro dad is the greatest thing a man can do. But there's one kind of all-pro dad who stands above them all, and that's a foster dad. There's no greater hero than the man who steps up to foster a child. Totally unselfish, totally extraordinary. Only 6 in 10,000 will step up to help a child with no home. Put yourself to this test. Are you willing to take a step toward being a truly great man? Learn more. For the four joys of fostering, go to allprodad.com. 
We're back. Bill Bunkley here. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Well, my next guest is a remarkable researcher, and he has some absolutely great uh, resources uh, at his website, AmericanMinute.com. And by the way, uh, the book that we're talking about today, America's God and Country, Encyclopedia of Quotations. We've got one to give away in just a few minutes, so keep listening right here on your Fate Talk station, and we'll tell you when and what number you have to be to call in to get uh, your copy of this volume. William J. Federer is a nationally known speaker, best-selling author, and president of Amerisearch Incorporated, which is a publishing company dedicated to researching America's noble heritage. Uh, Bill's American Minute radio feature is broadcast daily across America and by the internet. Uh, His Faith and History television airs on the TCT network on stations across America and DirecTV. Well, uh, he was uh, an opportunity to serve in the United States Congress. He's been on all the major radio and uh, television outlets. Uh, Publications has followed his work as well. Uh, just several volumes of books that you would want to add to your collection this afternoon. And today, honored to have uh, uh, William J. Federer today to talk about uh, his book, America's God and Country. Sir, it is good to have you on our program today. Well, it's an honor to be with you. Tell us a little bit, where did this love, where did this inner passion, where did this desire get birthed inside of you to probably put together one of the best collections of uh, quotes in America, America's history, things that are very important to those that, that love and are patriots for this country. Well, years ago, we began to see how God was being removed from the public square, from the schools, from uh, football games, uh, telling the coaches and players they couldn't pray and uh, yet at the same time, we have God in our coins, God in our pledge. We have our national motto is, um, in God we trust. And we have that on our paper currency and our coins. Lincoln was the one who put it on our coins. And um, so there's uh, a clear disconnect between what the founders intended and what we see happening today. And so I decided to spend several years uh, researching, and we uh, went through every one of the colonial charters and found something interesting. Every colony was started by a different Christian denomination. Virginia was Anglican, Church of England. Massachusetts was Puritan. Rhode Island was Baptist. New York was originally Dutch Reformed. Delaware and New Jersey, it was originally New Sweden, and they were Swedish Lutheran. Connecticut and New Hampshire were Congregationalists. Maryland was originally Catholic, and Pennsylvania was Quaker, and uh, for the most part, part, they didn't get along, and they would chase each other out of each other's colonies. Their attitude was, if you don't like our denomination, fine, start your own colony, <laughs> which is what was going on in Europe. It was one Christian denomination per country in Europe. England was Anglican. Scotland was Presbyterian. Holland was Dutch Reformed. Northern Germany and Sweden were Lutheran. Switzerland was Calvinist. Italy, Spain, France, Austria, Poland, and Ireland remained Catholic. And, of course, Russia was Russian Orthodox, and Greece was Greek Orthodox, but it was one Christian denomination per country in Europe. And so that's what was going on in the colonies. It wasn't until the Revolutionary War started that they all had to work together against the King of England, 
And since no one was powerful enough to win on its own, they had to work together. And then afterwards, their attitude changed to, we may not always agree on religion, but you were willing to fight and die for my freedom. I need to let you practice your faith. And so this is the beginning of tolerance. And, um, but their big fear was that the new federal government would pick one of these denominations and make it the national one, which, again, which is what every country in Europe did. And so they wanted to tie the federal government's hands in order to protect their state religions. And so many states had established in Connecticut and Massachusetts the congregational religion all the way up until 1818 and Massachusetts 1830. And then some states were a little more liberal, and nine of them established the Protestant denomination, which there is actually no Protestant denomination, uh, but all of the Protestant denominations were tolerated. And so nine of the original states required all office holders to be Protestant. Uh, three. So I, I read through every state constitution mm-hmm. and every amendment and every revision to every state constitution. And uh, three of the states were liberal and said all you had to do was be a Christian to hold state office. You didn't have to be a Protestant. You could be a Christian. This opened the door for Catholics, right? And um, so Delaware, their original state constitution, said all you had to do was believe in God the Father, Jesus Christ is only Son, the Holy Ghost, one God, blessed forevermore. You said, that's liberal? Yeah, because you could be any denomination of Protestant, and even Catholic can believe that. And uh, so, so what I did is I read through, and I compiled all of these quotes, all these references, and I put them all into one volume. And so it's called American God and Country Encyclopedia of Quotations. Uh, and then I went, went, read all the past presidents and their proclamations of faith. Uh, many of them had days of prayer. Believe it or not, many of them had days of fasting and prayer. Um, you had John Adams during a threatened war with France in 1798 had a day of fasting and prayer. You had James Madison, when they burnt the White House, he declared a national day of fasting and prayer. When a cholera epidemic swept the country in 1849 and 150,000 Americans died of cholera, the president, uh, Zachary Taylor, had a day of fasting and prayer for the whole country. During the Civil War, Lincoln had two days of fasting and prayer. And then even Woodrow Wilson had a day of fasting and prayer when we entered World War I. And then it was FDR that had, had a day of prayer when we, he announced the D-Day invasion. And then Truman made the National Day of Prayer an annual event. And Reagan made it the first Thursday in May. And Anyway, so I, I excerpted out all these references of these presidents and their statements of faith. And I put all these quotes together in one volume. Again, America's God and Country Encyclopedia Quotations. And it's designed to be user-friendly. In other words, it's alphabetical. So all the quotes of Abigail Adams are under A. And then William Bradford B., Christopher Columbus, Charles Dickens, Jonathan Edwards, Ben Franklin. You know, and of course, there's lots of people under each letter. Um, you know, uh, you have Madison and William Penn and, and Washington and Booker T. Washington. And so there's black leaders, women leaders, all kinds of different famous people and uh, alphabetically arranged by the person. And so you can quickly, you're giving a speech. Say, I want to get a quote from Thomas Jefferson, what he said about God. When Jefferson was governor of Virginia, he had a day of thanksgiving and prayer to Almighty God, which even says in there that the, the gospel should be spread around the world. And 
Um, and then when you want to have a quote from Lincoln, right, in his, you know, Gettysburg Address, that this nation under God shall have the new birth of freedom. And, uh, so it, it's designed to help those that are giving speeches, those that are in public, uh, you know, a, a city council member wants to open with prayer, and they said, oh, no, you can't pray here. Well, can I read a quote from George Washington? <laughs> and it just happens to be from George Washington's prayer. So, so that's the attitude, is to make these quotes user-friendly so that people don't have to spend all the hours that I did in the library. They can have them quickly in one volume. I just want to attest that this is absolutely a remarkable work. And uh, what we're talking about today is um, it is America's God and Country Encyclopedia of Quotations. My guest and researcher for this book is William J. Federer. Uh, There are about uh, 864 page references and there's 21 Hundred quotes from nearly 700 sources highlighting America's noble heritage. And I'm looking, it's uh, founding fathers, presidents, documents, statement, uh, statesmen, uh, musicians, educators, military, I mean, you name it, and it is absolutely off the chart. Now, I want to add one group before uh, we let you uh, win one of these uh, volumes, and that is this is to me this is one of those must books for your youngsters especially if you are homeschooling in addition to that i want you to go to americanminute.com americanminute.com because this is not the only type of volume uh with this type of research and of course we have limited time this afternoon but i want to make sure that uh, uh, you also go and check out uh some of the other volumes they're just fantastic now let's do this if you would like to have uh, your copy of america's god and country encyclopedia of quotations now remember you have to come to our studios here in the west shore the district of tampa to pick up uh, your volume be caller number five right now 877 877- Nine four three nine six seven three. That's eight seven seven nine four three nine six seven three. Be caller five, and uh, Jose will take your call, and uh, we'll set aside a volume for you to pick up uh, here at the office. You know, um, when you just went down that whole litmus, uh, um, uh, well, that whole list, if I if I may say it that way, of so many of the quotes of the founding fathers. I think one of the problems we have today is history has been so rewritten, many folks would not even realize, and they could have been practicing, say, Christians for decades, didn't realize that each state had a different uh, denomination that folks tend to gravitate uh, to. You know, when you understand the quotes and understand the sign of the times, it gives us a much more deeper meaning of history, doesn't it? Well, it really does, and... um we have to understand it was Christians that founded the country that opened the door to let non-Christians in, right? This is the unique on planet Earth that such a thing happened. So originally you had Anglicans in Virginia, Puritans in Massachusetts, and then they gradually let in other Protestants. And then in the early 1800s, there was an Irish potato famine. Millions of Irish Catholics came to America. The Catholic percentage went from 1% to 20%. So originally the country was uh, 98% Protestant, around 1% Catholic, and about a tenth of a percent Jewish. There's only seven synagogues in the entire country, about 3,000 Jews. Um, And there was only 30,000 Catholics in a country of 3 million people, just 1% Catholic. But it was predominantly a 
Protestant, you know, Judeo-Christian country. And so this Irish potato famine happens. Millions of Irish Catholics come over. Uh, at first, they were uh, discriminated against, but then states began to change their constitutions from requiring you to be a Protestant to all you had to do was be a plain Christian. And that was changed in North Carolina in 1835, and it was in effect all the way up until 1868. So you could hold office in North Carolina prior to 1868 if you were a Christian. Wow. After 1868, they changed it to all you had to do was believe in God. And then in the middle 1800s, there is a persecution of Jews in Bavaria. And about a quarter of a million Jews come across, and they go from 1%, a tenth of a percent, to 2% of the population. And so many states began to change their constitutions to allow Jews to hold office. So Maryland, in 1851, changed their state constitution from requiring all office holders to be Christian. It added... And if the party shall profess to be a Jew, the declaration shall be of a belief in a future state of rewards and punishments. So if you can get you one, you go to hold office in Maryland if you were a Christian or a Jew. So you can see you drop the pebble in the pond, the ripples go out. And it was the Christians that began to gradually open it up to let non-Christians in. Wow. Fascinating. You've got to get your copy of America's God and Country Encyclopedia of Quotations compiled by William J. Federer. His website is AmericanMinute.com, AmericanMinute.com. we got a hard break coming up, uh, William, but thank you so much for being with us, and uh, thank you for your great work. Thank you. All right. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back. Did anybody else out here marry somebody opposite of you? Almost completely opposite. Cynthia Tobias on Focus on the Family Minute. Did you think it would be a refreshing perspective? Have you noticed on a day-to-day basis, no matter how much you love that person, it's not that refreshing? (laughs) Primarily because we are living proof that our way works. Why would I want to do it your way if I already know my way works? God has made us incredibly complex, and he had a design and purpose for us, obviously. But it takes us our whole lives sometimes to figure out, even understanding ourselves, let alone understanding each other. There'll be times even now where Jack will pull me aside and say, are there other people who understand you when you talk this way? (laughs) Laugh with your spouse about your differences. More from Cynthia at FamilyMinute.org. Across America, it's snoring season. Right now, 90 million Americans make this sound every night. Snoring can be caused by breathing through your mouth when you sleep. If you have a blocked or narrow nose, then you're more likely to open your mouth to breathe, causing snoring. Thankfully, there's Mute, an ingenious Australian invention that could quiet the snoring season once and for all. Mute is a comfortable nasal breathing device that sits inside the nose, supporting your airway and keeping it open while you sleep. You'll breathe more easily through your nose and snore less. In fact, in trials, 75% of couples reported a reduction in snoring when using Mute, allowing them both a better night's sleep. Put snoring season to bed, America. Available at Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid and other fine stores. For more information, go to MuteSnoring.com. Mute. Breathe more, snore less, sleep better. 
Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Hi, it's Mike Gallagher, inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour through the land of Israel in December of 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. We'll learn about the geopolitical, economic, and spiritual dynamics of one of the most fascinating places on earth. And you'll share experiences that will change how you view the world, walk the ancient temple steps, touch the Western Wall, sail on the Sea of Galilee, pray on the Mount of Beatitudes, the list goes on. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your chance. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. The 10-Day Stand with Israel Tour, December 2019. Join Mike Gallagher for the Stand with Israel Tour. Call to book 800-247-1899 or click Stand with Israel at letstalkfaith.com. Sometimes it may feel like the troubles of the world are pulling us down. When that happens, we should pick ourselves back up with the power of God's love. Godvine.com makes it easy to brighten even the darkest day with uplifting and inspiring videos and stories chosen especially for you to lift you up and strengthen you in your walk with Jesus. From powerful stories of healing, miracles, and angels to heartwarming videos of love, surprises, and joy to cute and funny videos that'll have you laughing out loud. Godvine has just what you need. For the best uplifting videos filled with joy, hope, and love to brighten your day, join millions of Christians from around the world who watch and share Godvine videos each day. For a happier day right away, visit us at godvine.com. Godvine.com. That's godvine.com. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. Final segment of the Bill Bunkley Show today. Congratulations to Sue in Hudson. Let me tell you what. I know uh, you got to come to our station to get it. That will be a drive worthwhile. She won the copy of America's God in Country Encyclopedia of Quotations. Sue, congratulations to you. I want to remind you, over the next few days, look for stories right here in our Tampa Bay area about Medal of Honor winners. And that's because there is a Medal of Honor convention right here in Tampa this week, and uh, it's going to be kicking off tomorrow. You may not understand, but the Medal of Honor is the highest military decoration that's awarded by the United States government. It is presented by the president. I think he uh, had a presentation today. And uh, it's only for members who have served in our armed forces. And it's for people who have risked their lives and gone way above what's expected to them. And we call that above the call of duty. There are seven living members of the Medal of Honor recipients among us. 47 are coming to Tampa. That's right, 47. And this is going to represent the largest number of living recipients of the Medal of Honor since way back in the 70s. Quite an honor for all of us here. There will be things happening throughout the community. You might want to look at the community calendar. 
Yeah, especially if you have children, if you can catch up to one of these activities and have uh, your uh, son or daughter meet one of these very, very uh, respected individuals, it, it would be well worth the opportunity. Some will be in schools. Uh, they're going to be some at the Lightning Game. And then uh, on Friday, it's the Patriot Award Gala. And it wraps up on Saturday with a book signing. But just want to tell you, uh, all of these, uh, both living and dead, uh, we just thank our Medal of Honor winners for what they have done for this country. And uh, we salute their service. Well, tomorrow, the Bill Bunkley Show is going to be on the road. That's right. Uh, when you tune in tomorrow, I'll be live from the state capitol in Tallahassee. And that's because uh, we've got uh, got three different uh, bills I'm going to be uh, working with tomorrow. But the main primary bill is uh, happening tomorrow in the Florida House of Representatives. The committee that is uh, meeting tomorrow, of, of all the committees that are meeting, it is um, uh, the um, Health and Human Services Committee of the Florida House. Might want to jot this down to pray about this. They're taking up House Bill number 265. That's 265 from Representative Grawl. That's G-R-A-L-L, Grawl. It is the uh, the bill that would require the consent of a parent, not just notifying a parent, but the consent of a parent before an abortion can be performed on an underage young lady. Again, that is House Bill 265. At 1 o'clock, that committee will be going in. I will be in that committee room. I will be offering support for the bill on behalf of uh, the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission. I'm president of that and uh, represent um, many throughout our state. And uh, we are going to stand for parental rights. We're going to stand for uh, parents being able to be involved with major uh, health decisions of their of their children. And keep in mind, there are judicial uh, avenues uh, when there are situations that may have happened within that home or a family member uh, that uh, a youngster needs to make a third party aware of. Those provisions are there. So I will be broadcasting from Tallahassee after that committee meeting. And two other things that we're going to be looking at uh, tomorrow over in the Florida Senate. Um, I'll actually be uh, traveling in the morning, but uh, in criminal justice, uh, Senate Bill 170, um, that is going to be uh, loosening the time limitation on the prosecution of sexual battery cases. Uh, That's being brought to us by um, uh, Senator Stewart. That's going to get some time tomorrow, and we're going to be looking at the implications of that. And then um, the Health Policy Committee is meeting over in the Senate, and uh, there is a presentation that I'm hoping to be able to uh, take a part in as far as listening, and that is the health risks related to vaping. That's from the Department of Health. And then uh, over uh, also in the Senate, uh, Children, Families, and Elder Affairs, there is a presentation that I'm going to try and catch just before noon going in the other committee. It's a, pres- a presentation on gender dysphoria by Gilbert Smith from the Department of Psychiatry, Nicholas Children's Hospital. So uh, I will be in Tallahassee tomorrow and will be with you live 
uh, on our program broadcasting from Tallahassee. I'll be back uh, in studio here on Wednesday. We have a special opportunity for our support for Gospel for Asia. So it will be a very busy 24 hours, but I'll be up and back. And for some of you, it might be the first time you actually tune in for our live show that originates from Tallahassee, Florida. Coming up in a moment, my pastor, who I am praying for with a group of Idaho Baptist pilgrims now in country in Israel on his radio ministry this afternoon, Living Truth. The topic is patience. Patience. You have the patience to listen to it. I hope you do. That's coming up in just a moment on our show. Well, thank you for being part of our program this afternoon. And again, we'll be broadcasting live from Tallahassee. Until then, have a blessed, blessed evening and good night.